3: From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional
1: shit. (laughs) Wake up, Aaron.
0: This is only the beginning.
1: you just blew my mind. Are you
0: ready to get your mind blown? Revolution
3: will be podcasted. Yes, and welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We're... Welcome to Tim Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. Okay. Uh, you know, you know I'm here to I'm here to rock. Happy Halloween to all you people who will be watching this. Hopefully, this will get out on Halloween, if not. Joining me as always from Camp Crystal Lake, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Drake, everybody. Drake, Drake Mexican Drake. <laughs>
4: yeah. How are we doing? Mex- is Jason
3: Mexican Drake. Drake like Mexican Coke? It just uses real sugar?
4: Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm a little skinnier, <laughs> uh, a little more broke.
3: I like it. more broke. Uh, actually, how are you? I'm doing great. Xavier Guerrero oh. in the house. I, I oh, feel like God. I hadn't seen you for a while. Uh, we didn't have a show on um, on, on uh, Monday because it was my birthday. So I we Woo! are back in the saddle. All right, since uh, you brought Happy that birthday. up.
4: Yes. Since you brought that up. This is from Lauren.
3: Oh, snaps! Dude. Is it her flashlight? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I gotta get, I gotta get a bigger fan base before I get that
0: made.
1: You're gonna love it, dude.
3: Hold on. Okay, I'm excited. It's
1: sick. I've seen it.
3: Are it's we fucking racing? awesome. Oh, shit. Let's see it. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing.
4: And we got one for Eddie Bravo, too.
3: <laughs> oh, wow. That's a badass shirt, dude.
1: Look at the look at the nuke in the flat Earth dome.
3: Can you see it, Johnny? <laughs>
1: Fucking sick.
3: That's a pretty. You guys are fighting shirt. lizards. I love it. We got the flat Earth in the back. Thank you, Lauren. This is my our birthday. That's You're XG. This is the Terminator. That's Mexican. That's that's Mexican. Uh, Captain Planet right there, and I am Cyborg <laughs> Sam flipping off everywhere Cyborg Sam With you know love robot for sure that's such a nice shirt thank you so much You guys yeah, should have yeah. been in here you should have been in here I would love to have you guys in here Thank you guys so much these are great shirts I should put it on hold on hold on XG talking Oh shit
4: we're about to see Sam's nice body is he no, going to get no, out of the no, camera Oh Sam come on, Dude
3: what about my new podcast? what about my new flex Oh flex
4: Double tattoo say, the First Amendment and Second finger? Amendment. Because
3: without the Second Amendment, yeah. there's no First Amendment. And I love that? that everybody is acting like Dave Chappelle came up with that when we've been saying this forever. Okay. No. So here we go. This is a shirt. We should sell these on the uh, uh, on the thing and, uh, uh, and throw you some cash, Lauren. That's what we should do. And okay.
2: <laughs> so I didn't. Do, I mean, I just commissioned it. I didn't draw it
3: i love it yeah. though it looks great thank you guys very much uh real quick here's some business up front uh we got some shows coming up this saturday it is the uh punch Strung sports two, th- two uh, ufc 244 pa- uh, show live at the dojo at the sycamore tavern watch nate diaz versus uh of course masvidal uh, uh, that's your boy masvidal live uh for free, and then come upstairs and watch a comedy show. Gareth Reynolds, Jason Tebow, uh Ryan O'Neal. Uh who else is there? Red Ian Band. Edwards. Ian no, Ian Edwards is not there. But the following Wednesday is Bruce, Bruce Buffer's That's It's Time Live at the Laugh Factory. That has Tony Hinchcliffe, Ian Edwards, Adam Hunter. Uh, who else is there? Kate Quigley and oh, Eddie Bravo and myself will be live at the Laugh Factory. And then on the 15th of November at, in Vegas, grab your tickets now, they're available at samtribly.com. It is Tinfoil Hat with uh Eddie Bravo, XG, Tino Sanchez, and Trez Mala. They are all conspiracy theorists doing comedy live at Backstage. Uh, Bar and Billiards, and if you don't know where that place is, that is where they shoot all the Netflix specials for uh, all, you know, where Joey Diaz and uh, Christina Pashinsky did their, um, what was that called? The uh, The
4: Degenerates.
3: The Degenerates, that's where they shot. So come join us. It's going to be a fun show. So that's like two and a half weeks out. Uh, It's Las Vegas. Come get weird. Uh, Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at BetDSI. Go to BetDSI. Use the promo code PUNCH. Nope. Don't use punch. Use uh, hat one hundred. Yeah, that's fine. Use that one. Okay, Johnny, get off the <laughs> microphone, Johnny. You're a fucking working monkey here. Okay, <laughs> monkey, hit hit buttons.
4: I'll take this part out.
3: Okay, that's fine. Uh, so just use hat one hundred, and you will get. Uh, they will match up to uh, five hundred dollars in anything you deposit. And again, I'm trying to tell them it's November, one year out. From the 2020 election, and we would uh, we would like to do conspiracy bets. Did we lose them again? God. Okay, Fuck we it. tried. That's cute. Uh, so that's that's the business. That is Hat 100. Like the betting, UFC, boxing, NFL, NBA. Uh, hopefully they won't do load management anymore. And uh, baseball's done. I won that. Jason Tebow's going to be drinking pee. <laughs> Which in some parts of the world is not a losing bet, but a way of life. Raiders are going hard. What? Raiders Raiders are going hard. I don't know about going hard, but they're trying. Did we lose everybody now? Okay. Johnny says, pretend like nothing's wrong right now. Uh, That's about it. Fires Fires are everywhere. We've done shows on this. Uh, We are trying to make this happen. I'm a little sad right now. Uh, but it is what it is. Johnny is doing a, um, mad scientist experiments in our new podcast studio. Uh, Johnny, Johnny looks like the, Johnny looks like all the Russians in Chernobyl right before the thing explodes. It's like, okay, act like it's not about to be a nuclear <laughs> explosion and just be cool <laughs> and make sure everything works. So Johnny's gonna mess with it. Uh, oh, ch- we, have, we
4: still have them for sound. I
3: think. We still have them for <laughs> sound. And he is a gorgeous man. Yes, we can hear you, dude. Uh, we're going to work player. on this as we go. Uh, joining us uh, via the power of Skype, uh, she has done the live show in New York. She's done a couple podcasts on the live show, plus the Patreon. She has a wonderful podcast called the Electric Kool-Aid pa- Podcast. Please welcome Lauren petrie everybody how are you
2: hello hey i'm doing great
3: lauren how's halloween happy halloween to you are you going out anywhere for halloween
2: oh yeah i'm going to the creek in the cave comedy club we're having a whole big comedy party it's gonna be
3: great and what are you going as
2: uh i'm gonna be probably a dead beauty queen shot in the head twice suicided
3: i like that one time you should go as uh jackie onassis after jfk was shot
2: <laughs> but just oh, covered in blood, just like holding bits of his brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel
3: like that would fit you. I don't know why, but I think you could c- pull that off.
2: You know, I might just go do that tonight. I'm not buying anything. I just have some fake blood and I have dresses. I'll just yeah, all you my need is, is a, a box hat on.
3: I think a pink outfit and you should be good, right? Just think, I, I have a pink outfit. It. Throw some blood on you and call it a day. You kind of look yep. like porno, Jackie Onassis. Am I right, Ooh, everybody? That's hot. Thank you, Sam. Am I weird yeah. on that? Like, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, also <laughs> join us. <laughs> hey, dude, this is a listen. I know that a lot of people who are in the conspiracies are very much um, into uh, like they're they're conservatives. I'm not I, I'm not on anything. I'm open mind. This is not a podcast of moral orders. Okay. This is a. We only right. care about the truth here, and every anything else you want to do with adults, go have good times. Okay, so we're just having a good time. So if you think that was kind of rude, calling her the porn version of Jackie Onassis, this might not be the podcast for you. All right, I take
2: it as a compliment. Okay, well, you like, should. That's a. Compliment.
3: That's why Lauren. Sure. that's a compliment, Lauren. That's why you're <laughs> wonderful. You're always in. You're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's make this work. Um,
1: Lauren is awesome.
3: Uh, well, so the last time Lauren was on the main feed, we had did an episode about the finders, and it was basically, uh, you know, which is crazy because all that had just come out that the FBI dropped all that uh, info on the finders, which is very interesting, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, they just
2: did a huge file totally. dump on it. It's insane. So it's just someone FOIA'd.
3: As, as I post it, my favorite thing to do is just go to the uh, YouTube comment section and hear what a wonderful job I'm doing uh, about how great the show is and how on point it is. and They really love to let me know. What a good human being I am. I love to hear about how I am a completely controlled the opposition. Best. I'm a gay ju <laughs> shill. All, all, the, all the fun stuff that comes with actually being successful in this genre. If they're not calling you a sellout, you're not doing something right. Okay? It's just exactly. the truth. Well, yep. one of the biggest comments we got all the time was they were like, how can you do a show on the Finders and not have the unknown observer? And I was like, uh, who is this guy? And they're like, it was commented so much that I thought you were actually part of the Finder story. Like, like, like <laughs> we you were you
2: might be a Finder. Yeah. And then and he he reached out to me. he well he got on the YouTube comments and and he was like. Like, what you can tell them what you said. So anyway, let me introduce you real quick. I don't know
1: anything about that shit. So basically. The people that I talked to, I went to the page and I read through the comments. I only actually found one or two that uh, mentioned me. And the people that I talked to literally thought the unknown observer was somebody from the finders. Yeah. So I think there was like two different miscommunication things going on. I tried to stomp it out as quick as I could, though. So please welcome to the show.
3: Uh, we'll just call him Kevin, the Unknown Observer. Welcome to the show. Welcome. All right, That hey. works. Kevin is a Thanks wonderful everybody. man. Um, we're having some Skype issues in our new studio. Johnny is handling it very well by not using any adult language or <laughs> racial slurs right now. So we appreciate you on that. Um so basically, I thought you were maybe literally the finder of the finders. I like you had sat in a bushes somewhere and you were just watching what was going down. Uh, why does everybody, Kevin, associate you so much with the finders?
1: Dude, to be honest, I have no fucking idea because <laughs> I watched I watched that episode with Lauren. I watched it four or five times at least. I thought it was incredible. I wouldn't have added anything else. I wouldn't have changed anything. If there's uh-huh. anyone out there who is an expert on the finders, I would say it's that dude, Derek bros. Derek that's, that's the guy everyone should be looking to. I did two videos on it. I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm more into Oklahoma city than I am the finders. Oh, well, that, I'm excited I about that. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And we, and then he, we, he contact, he found me on Twitter and I don't go on Twitter a ton. And I was like, who's messaging me on Twitter. And, uh, he was. And so we started talking and then we like just started Skyping each other and, and talking about this as a conspiracies and he's like we started talking about OKC and then we got right. we became friends and, and yeah, we're just
3: complete nerds.
2: Well yeah, my we biggest, got some
1: shit put together.
3: Well when you started filing I could I didn't know if it was really you as the unknown observer because you you kinda of jumped on my Twitter feed and I'm like, Is this guy the real guy? And why are you called <laughs> The Unknown
1: Observer. Uh, that's just the name I made up, you know. <laughs> I like it, it's just, dude. I mean, You've got to come up so with a name rando. for YouTube. Yeah, that's I went true. through five or six different, uh, you know, ideas. But I like the idea that whoever's watching the YouTube channel, they're the Observer, but kind of anonymous, you know. The first one was actually a non-Observer.
3: Oh, but I that like that. that was taken, that. of course. I like that, though. So...
1: It's uh, just like a process of elimination, you know what I mean?
3: For sure. So um, tell us about your YouTube channel, and then we'll, Laura and I just want to get in real quick, your, shout out your podcast so everybody can find But where can they find your YouTube cool. channel, uh, unknown, Kevin?
1: It's uh, youtube.com slash unknownobserver.
3: Okay. And yeah. uh, what Man, can they cover- find on that?
1: If anyone remembers that television show from the 1990s called Unsolved Mysteries, yeah, Ooh. that's that's my jam. That's the type of stuff I get into. You know, it's not all conspiracy. It's not all. You know, like I have no videos on 9/11 or Kim Trails or anything like that. Not that I have anything against it.
0: We wouldn't hate if you for you I'm really did.
1: into. Lo- like super weird mysteries that are totally unsolved missing you know persons I mean? and murders yeah. and if yeah gosh, but i do a lot it? of like epstein and you know the finders stuff like that do you I'm a little bit all over the place do,
3: do you jump out uh, out from behind trees at every beginning of every episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm going to from now on i love sure. that. <laughs> i love that That's believe if you will idea.
3: Um, Lauren, why don't you tell us about your podcast, because I hear it's cooking with gas. The children all love it, and I'm glad you're doing it.
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thanks for encouraging me to do it. It's it's going well. Uh, the fan base is growing exponentially. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, dev- I'm just setting up different emails, and PO- people are being so generous. They're sending me mics. I'm actually having a real studio in about a month that will be at the Creek in the Cave, so we will actually be cooking with gas then. Um, Right now, we're doing a bunch of episodes, a three-parter on the Two of the Stars Academy and all of the conversations happening within that, whether it's legit or not. Um, And we're on Instagram at Electric Kool-Aid Podcast. And uh, the email's uh, the Electric Kool-Aid Podcast at Gmail. And um, we're on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud right now. Pretty easy to find.
3: It is (laughs) unbelievable that Electric Kool-Aid was not a name for a podcast. You think of all the podcast names and all the weird names out there that nobody came up with electric kool-aid i'm surprised you got tinfoil yeah i i so here's what happened is i did tinfoil and then like a a way later so there was an old 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 tinfoil hat uh but it was done and it wasn't going so i'm like i'll just keep going with it but i i'm amazed too well you know what's so funny when we started it when we started it, uh everybody told me I was crazy because they're like, No one's gonna go on a show called Tinfoil Hat. Uh it's so stupid. But I think that's a big reason why people find it and is that they actually it it's you know exactly what you're talking about right there. It's like no right. doubt it's a conspiracy podcast. It's a podcast that's about, you know, uh just uh, just the, the realms of uh spiritual skepticism and uh I right I, I'm very excited about it. You know, I'm going to be honest before we get into the whole uh, discussion on OKC. Uh, I get a little nervous that there is, you know, it's, I, I think there is a real movement right now, a PSYOP of sending people out to accuse other people of being a PSYOP. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I've seen it so much on these. I think.
1: Go on, Lauren. For sure. Absolutely.
3: This is completely related
2: to what we're going to talk about in OKC. This is the behavior of what the alphabet guys boys do, as I call them, You know, CIA, FBI, NSA. Uh, they always infiltrate movements and conspiracy is a movement right now. And I'm sure every time someone, a fan sends me an email about you need to cover this, you need to cover that. I'm like, is this the one? Yeah, is, is this the one that's going to be the the guy trying to lead me into disinformation? Always wondering.
3: I mean, dude, I know they've been she, at my shows. She's right on point. I know they've been at my shows because she, my mom's brought FBI to my show. She's literally, <laughs> she's like, Whoa. I brought three FBI agents. I'm like, mom, why <laughs> are you bringing FBI to my show? It doesn't. You know, I'm a scumbag. It's like, why are you bringing people? <laughs> Who might not like what we're talking about? I, might, I don't even. Yeah, Mike. Well, well, they don't.
4: They uh, don't.
3: I mean, like we've done shows where like Freemasons have come up to us and been like, "We want to take you to the lodge." And we've had PG. No, I, Lauren, I've heard your stories. You had a much different experience there. <laughs> it's amazing how hot chicks might get a little experience, a uh, different experience than a Bunch of 40 uh, year old uh, conspiracy theorists at a uh, 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 Freemasons Lodge, and then we've had there's a couple shows in a row where we've had PGE people come to our shows and start to be like, Hey, dude, yeah, we heard your episode. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. I'm like a little, no, and we've,
4: it's we've had engineers, <laughs> astro engineers, literally look at us and like, How do you guys believe in flat earth? Like, at IHOP, arguing with us, and Eddie Bravo and them are going at it about.
3: Big, well, big Eddie plan. Bravo's own like tenth planet people are like Eddie, you're crazy, and Eddie. <laughs> but now, did you guys see how like uh uh Infowars and Alex Jones is putting out flat Earth videos? It's yeah. crazy, man.
1: man. It's crazy.
2: You got in his head, man. You. you he went on. Huh? All it took is one time. It's like. It's like drugs. One time with Sam, and you're you're talking about it.
1: And that video actually has some pretty compelling, uh, I guess you'd call it science behind it. You know, did you watch the whole thing?
3: I watched most of it. I was kind of hard to argue with. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like, it's like it is hard to argue with. And if you you know they brought up all you know at the beginning they kind of show you all these scientists who have like argued against flat Earth, right? And their whole argument is like. Listen, right. there's no science that can disprove flat earth. You have to just dismiss flat earth. You're like, what? Yeah, exactly. What's that what's that mean? No, that,
2: that's not science though.
3: Yeah, that's not that's science not at science. all. That's not how science works. What is up is really down. That's what I've learned. Like, I'm an old man and like I'm inversion. At, right? I'm very at peace in my life right now. I got a lot of stuff. I can't get Learn. into all of it. But a lot of the great stuff is coming. And I, uh, I've i never been more at peace. And, like, I've been going to this cafe where all these old guys meet up and they kind of talk, and they're like old dudes, like some of them up in the 70s. And, like, I listen to these guys talk all the time, right? And I'm like, man, this is great conversation. Like, I thought about just doing a podcast called Old People Talking, right? And you just listen to old people tell stories. Right? The Howard Stern Show. Right? But, I mean, like, I, I – I lo- And then I kind of started <laughs> thinking, like – what television makes you think about in particular old men like who's the bu- blunt uh, uh, uh the blunt of every not the but but the basically the brunt of every joke is uh you know dad oh, yeah. old jokes. guys yeah. and like they're stupid they not yeah. and you kind of think like no that's not that at all Homer simpson
1: al bundy right yeah. like do you have any Only, kids
2: in this pc world like yeah men are it's, it's always making fun of men now it's like women can't do anything wrong yes we can i've made plenty of mistakes
3: well, if you watch yeah. like to- like toilet paper commercials, guys can't even wipe their own ass without a woman <laughs> telling them what toilet paper <laughs> they to use, and you're like, oh, I, it's again. What is up is really down, and it's just like they've done everything to make you think the most. Redu- like if you go, I remember somebody talking about they were at a concert and there was a bunch of old guys there, and they were racking on the old guys, and I'm like. Those guys experienced life. What you, you were born like 20 years later. That's all you... That's your claim to fame right there. It's just all, everything that is up is done. And we're living in well, this crazy of, town right now, right? right, now, right? Well, think
4: about it. Veterans are homeless. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking... That's Ridiculous. not what it used to be. People used to respect them, themselves. hear their stories. Yeah. Now they're on, asking for a dollar on the fucking corner of L.A.
3: Yeah, what is up is really down. It's crazy. It's, now, guys, before we get into our thing, because people are like get to it, I'm sure. <laughs> but I wanted to know what is your thoughts. And I, 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 uh, Kevin, are you a QAnon guy at all?
1: Uh, I don't know yet, man. I actually have heard about it a lot, or I heard about it a long time ago. I've looked into a little bit, but I haven't really followed it that closely. But I will say, my friend told me some of the. Uh, I think they call it the proofs. Yeah. Recently, you know, like like they said, uh, hey, uh, if you're real, get Donald Trump to say tip top. And then like a few days later, he gave some speech and he's like, we keep the White House in tip top shape. Yeah. Tippy toppy. So, you know, man, I am considering it. Uh, I just I'm kind of hyper focused on certain things. I don't kind of branch out into broad, you know, you know what I mean? Like I kind of just zero in on specific things. But I'm absolutely open to it. I will say that. Uh, well, 99% of my uh, subscribers are all about it, man. So they're well, getting me into it.
3: I love it. Lauren, what's your thoughts? on? It? Like, Because I don't know if you guys have been paying attention at all to any of the stuff going on right now. But it's like, I mean, like the game that's being played with this, like, ISIS leader who's oh. supposedly been killed oh. seven times it's before and this.
2: Thing- yeah and the thing with the dog and pinning the medal of honor on the dog and then right. you know he's playing he's he's i i think trump is a little smarter than i've given him credit for before i think he's trolling pretty hard with the whole dog thing nice. uh, I, mean, I mean you can't make a bunch of people hate dogs right you can't, yeah. you, can't you can't hate a dog and he's that's trying, true. you know yeah and the and the burial at sea that's bullshit no body um qAnon in general i mean we have this discussion at Skankfest i think it's spoiler alerts it's pretty much, I mean, I, someone behind it knows something. I don't know if we'll ever know who they are, but I think it's definitely interesting to watch.
1: For sure. Yeah.
3: And the whole thing with the dogs is like, okay, so Comey and a couple other people put out, oh, this old dog's dead, which is coordinate, which kind of, uh, you know, coordinates with John McCain dying and George Bush dying. And then we have this ISIS Mm -hmm. thing and Trump is putting out, oh, this dog is still alive. And now you're like, oh, and now he's putting a medal around the Photoshop and people are losing their skulls. And like, so the question (laughs) is, is this guy really dead? And then you start getting into now, and I don't know how this is possible, but they're like, we have fingerprints and DNA which put Nancy <laughs> Pelosi and Adam Schiff where this guy was hit, and all now okay. So, I don't, listen anytime you want. Joe Rogan is so powerful, right? Oh, Joe yeah. Joe Rogan puts out the tweet and you sent it to me and my brother sent it to me too about basically how uh, it was the candy corn meme, right?
4: Candy corn memes
3: like this like this and Epstein yeah. didn't kill himself. As soon as that Rogan puts it out, I don't know what it is. all of a sudden everything's about how Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And he was most likely murdered. It came back alive. Rogan's got that power. It's so fucking nuts, right? So that that yeah. starts opening it up, and now, and that coordinates right around with the guy in ISIS being killed. That's a discussion, and then one of the, the oldest um, drops that Q put, which was, we'll save Israel for last, pops back up, okay? And then, now everything's coming up about this video where the guy was the reporter, Asked the uh, uh, prime minister of Israel, his press secretary, "What is the name of your? What is like when you communicate with each other? What is the name? What is the the uh, acronym for? Is that the word I'm looking for?" Uh, yeah,
2: acronym is a re- for for
3: uh, Mossad, right? They don't write out Mossad. Well, they go, and he goes, uh, "Israeli secret intelligence service," which is. ISIS. ISIS. Which is ISIS. Is. Yeah. And so it's. Holy and, shit. And then, Lauren, all of the. All of the Israeli uh, embassies around. Every one of them has closed down. Like.
2: That's. I mean. Look, we created ISIS, but then to, I don't. This is nuts. This is. Just, I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. That's. Uh, it's. I mean, it's obviously connected. But I don't believe in
3: coincidences. So. I mean, even 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 Q says there are no coincidences. So. Yeah,
1: I was just going to say that. And what's up with the uh, the burial at sea thing and a culture of desert? Well, they do, mean. Well, they do, do that. Do they case. really
4: bury people? Let's see. Well, they started doing that. So, if they bury them somewhere, people that love them won't go to the to the that's tomb. That's what they
0: tell you. Yeah. Well, that's that's the yeah, only reason right. they say
4: it, so you don't make it like a like a church or something. You go drop right. shit off.
3: But it's also a great oh, I way to never see
4: the body. Of course, it's pretty mm-hmm. convenient. Yeah. How about that picture? Well, about that uh, his no, beard. No, the fake picture that they took after. Him, Trump, and all of them. Once he died, they took that typical Obama picture where the guy dies and they all take a picture. You didn't see it? No. It's this picture and all the cables are unplugged. It's not even a real picture. He was playing golf when he found out homeboy died. <laughs> so then he told everybody, "Hey, let's take a picture like Obama did."
3: Oh, like they were watching something. Well, they're something. like, yeah, they're watching oh, the video,
4: shit. and it's fucking <laughs> fake. The the cables aren't even plugged in. It's all like you can tell it's all fake.
0: I, all the screens to t- are
4: black and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. just tried to top top obama because that's what obama did and it was this iconic picture of them watching homeboy yeah, die and he yeah. tried to do it and it was off fake stage he was hey. playing golf when you found out
3: yeah yeah <laughs> that's funny that's funny johnny do you hate trump still i never hated donald trump okay i don't know why you lie. keep saying that all right it's not uh, a lie and the reason you I- voted for <laughs> obama asshole <laughs> 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 so so my biggest thing though is like I'm slowly, like someone goes, triple. you're a Trumper. And I go, well, I'm not Trumper, but I, I like, there's a lot of things that I like that Trump does. Listen to me, man. I'm an Armenian right now. The Armenians, ha- uh, uh, we didn't get our genocide recognized. And Obama leaves office. What does he say his number one regret is? That he basically didn't recognize the Armenian genocide. Say what yeah. you want about Trump. Mm. Maybe he it happened on his watch. The U.S. government, uh, a part of it, recognizes the Armenian genocide. Who didn't recognize it? That what's her name? Omar. What's her name? Einan. What? Elon Omar. Elon Omar. Elon. She says she didn't yep. recognize it because we haven't recognized the Native American genocide, oh. which is complete bullshit. Because they so they showed a picture of her and she's with the guy from oh. Turkey, the leader of Turkey. But she, you know, so she 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 just did it on a fucking bullshit.
4: And not that we don't recognize it, I mean they do have some casinos. I don't see Armenian casino. Oh yeah, casinos through everywhere. Turkey.
0: Right? Like, come on, <laughs> <laughs>
1: everybody knows about the Native American. Yeah, who doesn't recognize? recognize that? That. It's part Nobody of. Nobody denies school. that.
2: Yeah, it's part of our school curriculum. Every, right. In every public school. No one I didn't know about the Armenian genocide and I you know, I, I did I went through college and everything and never it never gets talked about unless you take a specialty class about Middle East conflict. You don't right. even hear about it. It's not, you know, Holocaust, Native American Territorial Tears. No one talks about it. Yeah. Never. Right. It's not part of the American story that they're selling in public schools.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's like one point five million people yeah. genocided. And it's not even discussed.
2: Yeah, come on, Spielberg. Where's that
1: movie? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, For
3: they're real. coming. Thank God, and I can finally get a SAG voucher. Um, my Woo! whole point is that my whole point is I'm that sad. you know, I mean, and I, I, I and then the ADL came out and they're like, "Yeah, man, as Jewish people, we recognize it's like Israel is a big reason why the United States didn't recognize the genocide because Turkey was one of the only allies of Israel in the region." So they didn't want to piss off their one ally in the region. So I mean, and now you got that the 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 new Saudi prince who's kind of gotten a bad shake in the media. So if we know that the media tells us what is up is really down, and they painted this guy as a bad guy, is it possible he's not a bad guy? Is it right. possible absolutely that this purge totally. Isn't, nah. could be about? Um, about getting rid of a lot of these bad elements, in particular, people who might have funded nine eleven. I mean, like my friend Amy Chipo brought it up is like six, Saudi Arabia is now allowing uh, uh, women to drive. I mean, oh yeah, it's it's yeah. not perfect I
4: mean, to start.
0: Go on. I Lauren. mean, if they
2: can stop their public beheadings. That would be good too. Yeah, you know? I I'm mean, dup- I, I can. If you, can, if you can be someone's wife and drive, you know, you can still see a public beheading. But, you know, they're getting there. I'm not saying it's
3: perfect and did They still execute gay people? Uh, I See, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah.
3: I don't know. That's I, know what that, we're I know
1: they used to beat the shit out of them. I know
3: that Yeah, much. for sure. For sure. And I'm not defending Saudi Arabia as this advanced state. Right. But, I mean, you saw yeah, an yeah. article. I think it was in Newsweek, I believe, that came out that said that he said he wanted to have a ta- start having... Talks with Iran, and he was uh, interested in ending the Yemen conflict. Well, those are two huge things.
2: I mean, that, if that's yeah. progress, I mean, go, I mean, you know, take what you can get. I mean, if they can't, they can do it. Go for it. They're one of the. They are, I think, the richest country, aren't they? Yeah. I, I think. Oh yeah. I think they are. I might be wrong.
1: Under I the top. I yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. So I mean, like yeah. it just it's see. I mean, like when well, listen when Trump talked about taking out this. This uh, ISIS leader, he named every country over there that helped except for Israel. Isn't that <laughs> interesting? Because for the long time, that and I'm is. one of these people that believe that he is like, he's very much a Zionist, you know, and that's not, I'm not anti-Israel, I'm not anti-Jewish, I'm just like, I don't like Zionists, just like I don't like uh, neocons, yeah. globalists. And,
1: globalists, right? I well, mean yeah. I, Trump named Jerusalem the capital of Israel finally yeah
3: yeah I mean like it's very interesting so uh, I mean it's an intra I mean and dude it's like suppose they got all these documents what does that mean it's so so and this goes back to what we're gonna talk about today okay, <laughs> okay. It, which is bit, yeah
2: this which is well the the well okay it was so what we were talking about a lot is that a lot of people especially you know we're, we're not that old we're like 36 but people in their 20s a lot of them don't even know about the oklahoma city bombing because exactly. they grew up in the shadow of 9-11 and 9-11 had such far-reaching implications and changing society and taking away civil liberties and it, you know everyone knows 9-11 but not a lot of people still remember okc the short for oklahoma city bombing right. and um it, it okc might have been baby in 9-11 it might have been their first attempt because there was legislation passed afterwards that Joe Biden championed in the nineties called omnibus. That was like a baby Patriot act to take away civil liberties. And so they might've tried.
3: Lauren, it's my opinion that the original, uh, one of these in my opinion was JFK. And and this is the beginning of the George Bush, you know, Kabul that I think rotted the country, for a very long time. I mean, after that, he becomes the head of CIA, and mm-hmm. he, yeah. you know, yeah. he's associated with two uh, assassination attempts on the pre- on presidents, uh, the uh, Reagan, right. and then uh, then JFK because he was in Dallas on that day. Uh, uh, pay, uh, well,
2: him, him, Nixon was there. Um, He had stock in Coca-Cola and he was at a Coca-Cola conference conveniently and Nixon was there. George Bush senior was there. There's, I mean, I can go into a whole JFK side thing, but there was definitely uh, evidence that they were seen talking together in a hotel, um, I mean, yeah, that is the the definitely the JFK cabal. And you're right. That was the first attempt to take us in this direction. But I think, yeah, Oklahoma City was kind of baby 9-11. And then they, you know. Exactly. There was, it was. It absolutely was. The first reports were not of a white nationalist. They were of two, uh, like, Arab guys. So That was the first report. Go look for two Arab guys. They did it. Right. Who were, who, who put that out there? It's bullshit.
3: Kevin, um, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I mean, you, where, I, where do you start in this, Kevin? Because you say this is your thing. We all have like a specific thing that we, we kind of right. focus on in our conspiracy world. Even uh, Yours was OKC. What made you flock to this?
1: Well, I kind of grew up in Texas during Waco. Oh, So wow. I was paying attention to it since then. And then, you know, once OKC happened, they were like, oh, this wacko did this because he was mad about Waco. But I completely agree with Lauren that this was kind of like their first time to try something like 9-11 because of, just like she said, Omnibus. They tried to pass this bill. No one would support it. It flopped in Congress. It flopped everywhere. And then immediately after the bombing, they just changed the name of it to the Anti-Terrorism and Effective Death Penalty Act. And then it got unanimous support. Bipartisan. Just passed it right through. And – Right after that, Joe Biden, uh, later when the Patriot Act finally came out, he bragged and said he was behind that. And he was like, you know, I'm the guy who did the Patriot Act because I started it with Omnibus and the, you know, Anti Terrorism Effective Death Penalty Act. Um, so it's kind of like you see the same pattern repeat over and over and over, like throughout mm-hmm. the decades. Oh, and going yeah. all the way back to JFK, yeah.
3: Unbelievable. I forget what the shooting was. What was the first, uh, university shooting the guy in the bell tower texas right oh uh, whitman
2: charles whitman university of texas
3: good
1: job yeah
3: yeah and and wasn't that the beginning after that nixon brought in like the national guard like that was kind of how like they use so what they do is they use these events to usher in stuff that they couldn't uh they
1: never would have got yeah right
3: right Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like get everybody freaked out again, showing you that the power is in the people, that these false flag attacks and all this stuff they need to do to get us to co-sign on these things yes. to help them get their
1: new world it's, order going. Yes. It's exactly I mean, how it goes, man. Exactly.
3: Yep. It, it,
2: they, and, and what we're going to talk about later about uh, a thing called PatCon, PatriotCon, and how they infiltrate yep. groups. Um, we're, oh, man, there's so much. Where do we
3: start? So let's start I mean, with it. Uh, Wednesday, April nineteenth, nineteen ninety-five. Now, now here's yeah. the thing: we 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 know now that Bill Clinton is was basically part of George Bush's crew. Like we thought yes. they were enemies oh, yeah. there were stories oh, yeah. no about no question
1: no question how,
3: Yeah how they weren't they all oh, they were enemies and, the, and Oh dude the party was, is the same
2: there's no it's red pro blue. Wrestling. it's the same it's, yes it's yeah. pro wrestling, pro wrestling.
3: So, It right. is pro, but Bullshit. let me ask you something and I and we'll get back is, is Trump versus the Hillary cl- camp which is the Bush camp is that real in your opinion? I think it is I think I what's think going on in Washington is is Cutthroat crime bosses, that's the, that's the Trumps, versus pedophile, right. satanic pedophile <laughs> Kabul, which is the Obama. Bushes and Obama and the Clintons. The Clintons. Not you so- know,
1: man, there is something to be said about that because whether anybody loves Trump or hates him, there are a shit ton of pedophiles and all these rings and all this stuff going down and being brought down. Like, someone was pointing out the other day, would Epstein have even been, you know...
0: Arrested? ...brought to jail?
1: Exactly, yeah. If it was, you know... If the charges had been brought under a different administration. So I'm not like a super huge Trump guy. I don't love him or hate him. But, you know, I do say when he does something awesome, yo, that's awesome. But he... The one thing about the guy is it seems like he really wants to take down these fucking pedos, you know?
3: Uh, you it's know, if, great. if you kind yeah. of
1: look at how like organized crime in the
3: United States works. It's like they like their neighborhoods. Now, I'm not talking gang bangers. I'm talking I'm like, like about about. mafia. mafia. Yeah. They right. like their neighborhoods clean. They like everything mm-hmm. order. They like it so the kids can and the can walk the streets and if you disrupt that, they fuck you up. And if you cross it, they yeah. fuck you up. And I'm not saying Wait. that they're right, okay? Or I'm not even listen, dude. I will sit here and call out Trump on what crap I don't like. But I will exactly. tell you when exactly, I like man. things that he does. The Armenian Genocide, the Chi- the Chinese Trade War, okay? The, the, the pedophilia. Global, yeah.
4: The the Paris Treaty. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean, pulling out of the yeah. Paris, Paris right. Climate Treaty. These are things that I think are good for this country. And I agree mm-hmm. with them. And maybe he is They're a crime. good Krogba. for the world.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. May- he's a moderate um, – he's a, he's a moderate conser- – I don't think he's I, – I look at Trump and I, I think he's a moderate conservative and that he's just uh, – he's a nationalist and, you know, that's that's who he is. And he is doing – I mean there's a lot of things I don't like about him. But when he – like the same thing you guys are saying. He's done some great – when he took down all those pedophiles and what was it – I might be wrong, Minnesota I think. It was somewhere up there and uh, all down in one day because of a tip. I mean –
1: no, yeah, no, other so administ-
2: no other administration has taken down child sex crime the way his administration has. If you right. look, nobody's doing it because that's part of what their party, I mean, you know, how they, the adrenochrome thing, that's what they do. So, yeah, I they're mean, all buddies. He's yeah. an, Trump, if you, to answer your initial question, Trump is an outsider. And he love him or hate him, he's an outsider. You You know what? They don't, the CIA is not his buddy. He's not in with them. He's not following that plan. So, you know, whether you think he's a crass, you know, misogynistic piece of shit or whatever, he's not part of that team. Yeah, nobody owns him. Yeah.
3: Right. I agree. I agree, guys. So, uh, and this is kind of, so it goes back to Clinton and how, like, we thought they hated each other. They're actually working together. And this is somewhat a part of a continuing, continuization of, uh, the assassination of JFK, the flooding of of uh, our, our poor areas, in particular, the ghettos with cheap crack cocaine uh, to right. to oh, destroy neighborhoods in the totally. family yep. unit. We've
2: been talking about uh, Iran-Contra, all yeah. of that, the whole, and, you know, that great movie made about it uh, "The kill of the messenger. And, you know, Gary, Gary Webb, double tap to the head. <laughs> How do you do that with your foot Suicide. with a shotgun? yeah mm-hmm. how do you get two gunshots in the back and there's some there's some suicides I say that for the listeners in quotations there's you know, there's two suicides in this story that oh, are man. appalling,
1: appalling. Oh, unbelievable suicides in the okC story. When you
3: talk about yeah. Gary Webb is Com- it Gary or George it's Gary Webb, right? <laughs>
2: We were talking about Gary Webb, the one that brought the story about the CIA giving all the poor neighborhoods crack. He wrote it for the San Jose, what was it, the Mer- San Jose Mercury News? It was yeah. a smaller newspaper. Yeah. And then uh, his whole career got, you know, and then a few years later he was found with two gunshots in the back of his head. A- and headed. allegedly
3: Tucker Carlson was a big part of that. Smear campaign. And that's why it's like, it seems like Tucker Carlson is on the right side of a lot of these stories lately, just because the, you know, who's in the scope is the Democrats and he's on Fox. I'm sure if you go back to the 9 11 and weapons of mass destruction, he's completely on the wrong side of that story as uh, as well as the Gary Webb story. So, I mean, like, we, it's just like, you gotta, can't forget the past sins. Like, people can atone and make mistakes and make amends, but. That's a kind of a really hard amends to make. Yeah. is to yeah. Well,
2: It's basically who is paying him when. I mean, now he's all, I mean, not to go off on a tangent. Now he's all about exposing the uh, UFO uh, footage that the, the Navy's saying that is real, that they're, they're putting out. And he's, yeah, the he's all about, yeah. and that that just brings me back to Project Bluebeam. Like, so if Tucker's saying it's real, then, oh, shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, What's you know? up. Yeah.
2: Fuck. So, i wanted to believe man and now you're i just wanted to be happy about the disclosure and it's like i can't be because i know there's like there there's an objective if it's on the mainstream media then you know it's, benefiting it's probably somebody. the shit yeah. yeah who does it benefit <laughs> follow the money you know i don't I'll, i'm i'm gonna scream about this on my own podcast when we do to the stars academy okay we're, but we're not doing that
3: so. No, it's fine it's all connected so uh yeah. Kevin, tell me a little bit about the day, April 19th, 1995. It's uh, 9 a.m. in the morning. What exactly is going on?
1: Well, so if we're talking about the official story, they say that Timothy McVeigh was all alone. He drove a Ryder rental truck right up to the curb, 15 feet away from the building. They say the truck was full of anfo and that he caused the damage to the building. What is anfo?
3: What is anfo?
1: Ammonium nitrate fuel oil. At first they said it was about twelve hundred pounds, then they changed it to about twenty four hundred pounds, then forty eight hundred pounds, and then they changed it to seven thousand pounds, but then they figured out that there's no way that much would fit inside. <laughs> so they changed it. So they changed it back to forty eight hundred pounds, but changed it to ammonium nitrate and nitromethane, which still doesn't matter. We got some stuff I want to show that check this out. The the military themselves did a test that they wanted to replicate. They built an exact replica of the t- truck bomb. They built a three-story concrete structure to see if they could replicate the damage, and they couldn't. I mean, the entire story falls apart, even within just like 10 minutes of research. Yeah, this yeah. was
2: the uh, e Air Force Base, the uh, e Blast Effect Study, E-B-E-S. Right. Yep. And, and uh, talk about the, the inventor of the neutron bomb even said that this is bullshit.
1: Yeah, Samuel T. Cohen. I'd actually like to read a quote from that guy. Please do. If, uh, if that's all right, yeah. We love so this
3: reading guy, on this show. Since I can't do it, anytime we can get reading, I enjoy it.
1: Right, yeah. So this guy, his name is Samuel T. Cohen. This guy is a nuclear physicist. He invented the neutron bomb. And check out the quote from this guy. It's, uh, it's not too long. But yeah, this is what he says. I believe that demolition charges in the building that were located at certain key concrete columns did the prime damage to the Murrah Federal Building. It would have been absolutely impossible, and again by the laws of nature, for a truck full of ANFO, no matter how much was used, to bring the building down. And the same guy even said later that it doesn't matter if you had 10 trucks, it would not have done that much damage. If you guys could pull up like the... uh, uh, XG was just showing that, that image of the, the what they call the ETS, the test structure one. That was the three-story concrete building that they made. But that thing would fit like at least ten times in the abscess in the hole of the Murrah building. I mean it none of it makes any sense.
2: Yeah, it couldn't take down a three-story building. I mean Yeah.
1: That thing should be vaporized. It should be gone.
2: It's it's bullshit. So do we want to get to the the, the first responder?
1: Hold on one second. second. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna Yiki run
3: that going. video? Is there a video for us oh, yeah. to watch?
4: It's just a picture, right? It's just yeah. a picture. Okay,
3: so we saw yeah. all right. It's cool. our email, yeah. All well, right, cool. Go on. We
1: got a couple of videos. I think we got two videos. It's yeah, fine. And
3: it's fine.
2: Yeah. Pull up a picture of, of Ter- Terrence Yiki if you can. Did, yeah. did you send one?
1: Like on uh, Google. No, you gotta Google it. But uh, yeah, just Terrence,
2: Terry Yiki. Terry Yuki. Y E A K E Y. He was a looked like a real sweetheart of a guy. So as, uh, we, teddy, a, a, teddy bear as we
3: get into this, okay, I'm already hearing things that are the calling cards of inside job, which is oh, yeah. physics exactly. don't make sense. It's mm-hmm. physically not possible for this to happen. Uh, hey, hey, guys, a magic bullet went through a guy's head. Did a U-turn in the middle of the sky came back right, and hit him right, again. Dude and uh that's not possible hey guys and later on i mean we're hearing about columns uh on buildings that the only way this thing could have blown out like that is a column where we heard that again oh 9-11 later on architects and engineers telling us and then i got guys who like our welders like you do know how metal works man it's just heat and burn, burn. i'm like dude i have architects and engineers telling you that this is not physically yeah. possible
1: see man that's a little bit in my opinion where okc differs a little bit because you do have with 9-11 the architects and engineers but with okc you literally have the air force right armament laboratory These are the guys who design, develop, and test and analyze bombs. These are the guys who are saying, this is fucking impossible. There's no way. They even tried to replicate it numerous times. They even cheated to try to get it to work, and they couldn't.
0: Yeah.
3: And I think this might be the beginning of a time and a moment, because this is 1995, where we're talking... Six years later, nine eleven happens. Yeah, and,
1: they were still sloppy. Yeah,
3: and they were practicing. And, and they were good point, Lauren. They, they were sloppy. They were they were practicing. And I I feel really I just feel that there's people who are high. Up, I think very high up in the U.S. military are super patriotic people, and maybe right. at the highest levels they're psychopaths, and that's why they are. There. In those positions, because they've tested t- to psychopath and they put psychopaths that they compromise in certain areas. Uh, totally but I agree. Th- think uh, at lower levels, there are patriots. There are people who can't who see what's going on, and I think this is the beginning of we start understanding there's a dark hand at work that uh, that are attacking our country from within to get us to give up certain liberties and to take certain military actions. And this I'm,
2: might be the beginning.
1: 100%. 100%. Of it. And some, of the, some of these guys fight back, like the, the first responder we were about to get into.
2: He, and if you want to talk about a patriot, like you were just talking about, yeah. Sam, this is the guy. This I is see a this. Good,
3: he's a a good dude in the notes uh, yeah. i see yeah in the notes i just don't want to jump over something is uh, 168 people were killed including 19 children they were in the building yep. daycare center 800 others wounded it was the deadliest terror attack in u.s history up until 9-11 six right. years later okay 19 gone where were you at
4: we call this like Everyone remembers where 9 11 was at. Do you remember where this was at when you found out about it?
3: I, w- I, I, do. I do. I
1: totally do. Both of us college. grew up in
2: Texas. I grew up in Austin and you grew up in Houston. Yeah. Right? Well, outside
1: and, Houston. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so I, when Waco happened, like my whole school was freaking out. And when this right. happened,
1: mine like, too. Yeah. I
2: remember that they let us out early when Waco happened. And like when the OKC happened, it was, I remember I was like, I was I, re- I was going to a Catholic school. I remember exactly what it It was crazy.
1: Yeah. I was at my grandma's house. Like eating, you know, like salting crackers and cheese. Like, what the fuck is going on? What was grandma <laughs> saying? Uh, she says, oh, you know, there's crazy people out there. And yeah. she was right. There yeah. are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're just she in the government, right. grandma. She's Did, right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Did the news run
4: it like 9-11 where it was just oh, yeah. 24-7 for a oh, whole dude. day?
3: How, what year were you born? I was two. You were two, I years, was two old. years old at the time. They didn't have this on Telemundo? No, not Mexico, Mexico. Uh, <laughs> <Oklahoma>. Oh, <no>. shit. <laughs> what were
1: we like? We were like 12 or, no, we were like 10. I, I was 11.
2: I yeah. was like, yeah, 11 or 10.
1: So I that's remember.
2: 95.
1: Yeah, I was born in 84, so yeah, I was like I was 10, born 11. in 83, uh,
3: so yeah. I was yeah. a senior in college. But, Anyways.
0: <laughs> like compares. you guys were saying, though.
1: Who's keeping like you, score? <laughs> like, like you guys were saying about the news. Yeah, You remember, all? everyone knows about all the news reports on 9-11 that, oh, Building 7 has fallen. But it hasn't. You know, the BBC reported on that. There's all this shit. But the one thing that's different about OKC is we have multiple, multiple reports, probably five, six hours of reports of the news saying that there were bombs inside the building. And you don't have that with 9-11, you know?
2: Well, the there's a couple of reports of firefighters saying they heard explosions in the right. building that they yeah, saw, and there's that um, I forgot the name of the documentary, but the firefighters are, are talking about boom, 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 yeah. But so there is that. They just it's right. hard to find, but there was yeah. more out in the open with OKC. There's a lot of uh, local news reports exactly. of saying they just exactly. found another bomb, and they found this one placed here, um, and this gets into. Yeah, what what we we're gonna talk about? Well, are
3: yeah. you, we start seeing maybe some shady shit going on instantly. Uh, of the these are from the notes I got from you guys. Of the nineteen children who died in daycare, a five-year-old named Aaron and a twelve-year-old and his twelve-year-old brother named Eli. No, it, was,
1: uh, it was five and two. Five, yeah. So yeah. what
3: I say, five and two, right? Yeah, um All right. That's fine. Uh, We're among the very youngest. Immediately after the blast, their distraught father, uh, Keith, was uh, walking the streets with photos of the two two brothers, asking if anyone had seen them. Like, how soon did that happen? Instantly. Like, how did you get there so quickly with your
1: your Uh, the 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 Coverdales? That's a family. They were the Coverdales. They lived in the Regency, which was really close by. And that's why, like, right after that in the notes, there was one of the EMT workers who was the first responder at the building. He lived in the same Regency building with them. And this dude had promised to bring these kid toys for, you know, weeks or something like that. Just being he's a like, nice oh, guy. Right, yeah. And it's fucked up. The guy ends up having to go, you know, pull people's bodies out of the rubble oh. and ended up having to give those toys to the, to the kid's grandma.
0: Oh it's, just, it's, just
2: yeah. it's just it's just really, sad. It's just it's just it's horrible.
1: To,
0: yeah. We
2: wanted to humanize that for for people to for the listeners, because yeah. uh, 19 kids is not um, that's just it's, really terrible. Yeah. It's just terrible. And, and the, that's and the just thing, one
1: example. Yeah.
2: And the thing is, if you have a tragedy, they, they, it's so fucked up to say, but if they know that they're going to be killing children, they know that whoever they pin, nobody's going to really fight against that because they're obviously immediately the devil. If kids are involved.
1: Exactly. You know,
2: immediately. So if you pin a exactly. white nationalist, everyone hates white nationalists. Up. Already. Uh, yeah. Already. So while well, like, a nationalist killed 19 kids, no one's going to say oh, he didn't do yeah. it. Because, you know, of course. It's yeah. just, it's too easy. Uh, anyway. So then there's this great, can we get, get this first responder guy, um, Terrence he was a, He was a great dude. He was actually going to be a fed. He was right. like months away from joining the FBI. And when, Sam, you're talking about good guy patriots in, on the lower levels, this is a That's perfect him. example. Yeah. This guy, he was a true believer. He was a patriot. He was a cop. He, he was, you know, he did EMT work. Sweet, He was a sweetheart. And he shows up and um, he ends up calling his wife the day of after he's retrieving bodies from the rubble, crying, freaking out. Saying it. it's not what they say it is, it's not what they're saying on the news. But he was so he was smart enough not to tell his wife what he saw. So what did he see? And we have a theory of what he saw. Yeah.
3: And well, what he, it, now was this it, the it, black gentleman?
1: Yeah, yeah. So they, could you they, guys pull up a picture of him? The guy is amazing. Just Terence cheeky he's like the Teddy back linebacker. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, he was. uh, uh, I mean, like he was very vocal from what from the stories I've read. Very vocal that the official narrative wasn't what really happened, and we see this all the time. I always tell you when these big these big events happen, listen to the reports at the beginning. The beginning Mm -hmm. reports, yeah, all the way on
1: the left. XG,
3: you know are the ones that really let you know what's going on. Uh, you know, I and I saw it happen and I've talked about it before in the San Bernardino shootings. I watched them those go down live cuz I live in LA. It was live on the local news and and they they were talking about three four guy, guys in all black army fatigue walked in and started shooting people. I started thinking, "Oh my God, it's militia guys, right?" And before yeah. the story yeah. turned, before I knew what the story had turned to uh, a Middle Eastern man and his, and his wife who just had a baby were going around shooting people. And you're like, it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit.
2: Right. It's yeah,
3: you're you, Sam. I can't
2: tell you how correct you are. Always listen to the very first sources, and especially local news sources, and not the not the national ones. The well local said. guys. Very always, well said. Always pay yeah. attention. Um, yeah. So he, he. So what did he see? We think that he probably he had military experience. We think he probably saw an unexploded device of some kind, a yep. military grade bomb. You know, C four maybe, but some military grade bomb in the daycare yeah. center that didn't go off is what he saw, and he immediately knew that this is not just a guy with a fertilizer yeah. bomb.
1: And, and he, he, he. Yeah. And he actually tried to go back to the daycare center to take a photo of it. He brought his camera, and by the time he got back, there was feds, like, surrounding the area, and they wouldn't let him e- anywhere close to it. You and know? these
2: were guys in blue jackets, like, you know, the kind with the flap that the FBI wears, but they yeah. didn't have letters on them. Right. They yeah. were blue with, with no letters.
1: So yeah. no one knows who they worked for. Oh but they're blocking my off god! Winning. So oh, they yeah. were, they were blocking off what? Okay. Dude, we're, we haven't even scratched the surface, it's man. It's getting it way worse. so crazy. Yeah. Hold,
3: they, what were they blocking off? The,
2: where there was an unexploded device of military-grade explosives we, in the daycare we, center. Yeah,
1: that's what we think. But pretty, he, yeah, All he said is that he saw something under the daycare center. That's what he told his wife. But he refused to tell her what it was. Not to put you know, her in danger. Right. The dude's trying to protect her. He's an awesome guy, you know?
2: Yeah. So then what happens to t- poor Terry? Jesus. Um, uh, it's really, really, you know, I watch true crime for fun because I'm one of those chicks that does that. And this story disturbed me. Okay? It's uh, horrible. It's really terrible. Uh so he, he say, he's talking to his friends, and he says he thinks he's being tailed. He thinks he's being watched. He's getting stressed out at work. Um, long story short, he, he says kind of almost nonchalantly to some friends, hey, i got to shake these feds off my tail, but I'll meet you at dinner. And then he never shows up at dinner. And oh, his body my is, God. And then his body is found miles from his house in a, in a pasture, there's blood all over the inside of a car.
1: They he's mutilated him.
2: Mutilated. He's been dragged. He has cuts on his wrists. He's got jugular cuts on his neck. He has gr- There's grass in, in the cuts, Like and there's rope burn. So obviously he was tie. His hands yeah. were
1: tied. Handcuffed, imprints. Handcuffed,
2: imprints, beaten, dragged, and has a gunshot going through the back of his head coming out his cheek.
1: Hey XG, I think we sent you a picture of that. Can you guys show the uh, the, yeah? uh, Show the
2: gunshot autopsy. Who the fuck
1: shoots themselves like this? And ruled, ruled a suicide. suicide. And his boxes, his boxes of documents disappeared.
2: He had boxes of documents that he was said he was taking somewhere else because he was worried for his safety about what research he'd been doing. Now, the car was covered in blood and as we all know, the head is one of the most vascular parts of the body. When, you know, They call it the pink mist when you do a, a headshot. So, I think what they did is they, they held him down, they had him handcuffed and tied up and they shot him in the head in the car because that's why there was blood everywhere and then they dragged him out of the car through the grass and that's why there was grass and the wounds yeah. and left him in the field. And this is ruled a fucking suicide.
1: And the official story is that this guy cut his wrist, like, in the car or somewhere and... That he walked a half a mile after cutting his wrists and his throat and the inside of his elbows. Like, right when you got up on screen right now, you see all the cuts and injuries on his arms and all over his body, oh my his neck. God. So they said that he walked from his car a half a mile and collapsed under some tree and then shot himself. But the dude is anemic. It's, he like, could, medically impossible. <laughs> his blood pressure would have been way too low.
2: He would have passed out the minute he cut one wrist. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> really?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, it totally, I mean, going back to Webb. Webb, two shots, super,
1: double tap in the back similar, of their head. Super similar, Yeah. Do you it's, see that angle, though? I mean, who?
2: You either do this, you go, listeners, you take it up the chin, or you take it right in the mouth.
1: Yeah. That's how, I mean, you, that's nobody, how you kill
2: yourself. No one does this. What look do you, at that do you, angle.
1: Yeah. It's bizarre.
2: What are you doing? Especially a,
1: a, for a cop, yeah.
2: Yeah, you knew it's. It, he was. That's obviously an execution. That's the back of the head, hands ha- tied behind your back, execution style.
1: Somebody yeah. standing above him, and he's on his knees. Half, yeah, and then half
4: the time they shoot themselves like that. It's either the ricochet they miss their head, or they fucking pussy out, and then they end up just handicapped.
0: That's, why, oh,
4: that's why, in the top of the inside the mouth, you can't fuck that up. You press the thing, and it going yeah. straight through your fucking brain. On the top, yeah. you pussy out, or the ricochet just goes like this. And you get to the top of your head, there goes all it, your movement, now you're a vegetable.
1: And wouldn't yeah. a cop know that? Wouldn't <laughs> you think, like, a cop would know to, to do it the right way? I would think so. You know? I
3: mean, like, there's famous people that, um, there's a comic who didn't have a face. He said he had his face cut off by a bony accident, but some people think he. Tried to blow his, bra- his brains off and he fucked up and he just got the whole front of it, and like no mouth, like nose down. Like, Damn. No. And no. he would go up on stage doing comedy and not even talk <laughs> about. Oh, he not it? No. I just told <laughs> hey him, was like, dude, just wear a lucha libre mask. I like you should just, you would get so many chicks with just a lucha libre mask, right? Right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true you Fending. know
4: uh,
3: or a unicorn yeah. mask We're a unicorn mask I'm sure it's better <laughs> so, than no face so uh yeah that's what they called a no face <laughs> i mean we've seen this over and over again uh i mean like after the jfk shooting a ton people don't know this but a ton of Ooh. witnesses all died like 60 people hey. from that plaza ended up being offed like yeah you know yeah. They, they had a story. They got that,
2: they're all unlucky.
3: Yeah, they're all it's like with that. someone said, Nobody in your life has had sixty suicides
1: like Hillary Clinton. Connected right? to them. Yeah, dude. It's a yeah, crazy
2: um, thing. There's can can I can I tie into some JFK shit? Can I can uh, I do it? Yeah. Can we Please. go there? Hell uh, yeah. there's a I want Wikipedia, uh Jolly Ann West.
1: Oh God! Yeah, here we go.
2: We can't. Me and him found yeah. out about this, and we freaked out. Listen,
1: listen to this, Sam. This will okay. blow your fucking mind.
2: Jolly and West is a psychiatrist who, on Wikipedia, he's out in the open that he was one of the original MK Ultra scientists. He is an official brainwashing expert. He was the official psychiatrist for Timothy McVeigh. For which he was Jack. He talked to Jack Ruby before Jack Ruby shot Oswald. Yeah, Sirhan, uh, Sirhan, Sirhan. Sirhan. Um, what's the other one? Patty Hearst, Charles
1: and Manson, Charles Manson and, and David he, Koresh,
2: all of them. He was their psychiatrist, an Jolion MK, a
1: fucking Ult- MK ultra brainwashing. This is all on Wikipedia, man. This isn't like some weird source you that up. Go to Wikipedia right now. Yeah. What's yeah. your name? Jolly and did- West.
2: It, we were we were
1: we were blowing our minds out last we night we both about just this. found out about this like yesterday
3: oh you know what's so funny there's a video that came out about that about how MK Ultra and it, li- it talked about that doctor and all of his famous clients and like right. it's, yeah it's all these guys who just like went on yeah. killing sprees now do you think that right. he was just a, now do you think that these clients were sent to him and he brainwashed them? Or were they yeah, his clients I, they brainwashed and then the government used them?
2: Yeah, I think he Well, he was a subcontractor for MKUltra, Project 43, given a $20,000 $20, grant by the CIA, um, psycho, uh, psychological studies of yeah. hypnosis and suggestibility with an accompanying document titled Studies of Disassociative States. That's what he's known yeah. for. He created the MK Ultra disassociative states brainwashing right. protocol. This guy was, is
1: deep in there, yeah. And
2: he was, and he also killed a poor, innocent elephant by giving LSD. He killed Tusco because he, he's a jackass. He's a dick. Oh, I mean,
1: he, you guys yeah. heard that story, right? The, the the whacked out MK Ultra scientist who gave a. A poor bull elephant, 3,000 hits of LSD. Everyone's heard that, right? Joe Rogan was talking about it. This no, is the guy. That's the dude. He gave an elephant LSD? 3, yeah, he killed it. 3,000 hits. And that's also the same guy who met with Timothy McVeigh and Jack Ruby. And, and Sir Charles Sarah. Manson. Charles? Yeah.
0: David Koresh.
1: It's you know every, okay. every conspiracy has that one weird what is going on type of connection. This dude is it. Jolly oh, and West.
3: What about yeah. the guy with Epstein right now? The, uh, cor- he's that coroner or pathologist? What is he uh, called? Do-
1: Baden.
0: Baden.
3: Baden. And Dr. Michael yeah. Baden. Like, this guy's I, I literally been associated with, like, some of the most shadiest shit. Like, JFK. Okay. Martin Luther King. Okay. You know? And now Epstein. Right.
2: But Baden came out and said, I think it was a homicide because of the hyoid bones in the neck. And he said, and he's 85, he said in his 50 years on the job, he's never seen a suicide produce those results. And he he waited to come out and say that uh, the initial person was a a female who said the head coroner who came out and said it was a suicide. And then he waited like about a couple of months and then Baden comes out and says, no, I think it was a homicide, guys. And I think now he's like...
3: He waited until Joe Rogan dropped that meme. (laughs) He's like, as soon as Rogan drops this meme, I'm going to come out with my story. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So then the question was, okay, if this guy is deep state, why would he say he was killed? Is there a play on that? Is that just something to get (gasps) us all fighting with each other? And be honest, somebody sent me something like the autopsy pictures. And I don't know if it was the actual picture of Jeffrey Epstein, In the autopsy, because I've yet to see an actual picture of Jeffrey Epstein on a gurney, not just from the side with his big bloated head that makes him look like he has some kind of fucking bobblehead on, but I'm talking like
2: literally laying down. Like,
3: where is that picture of him? Like, Like, we have pictures of JFK uh, during his autopsy. We've seen those pictures. They're trying to convince us it was some other guy, but... They they released that. Where are RF Epstein's death pictures or the funeral? Did he Wait. have a funeral? Did anybody? No. Even,
2: or- oh, guys, he had a funeral at sea. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay.
1: With with his tr- his uh, religious traditions.
2: Yeah. Right, because he had some. He had. I mean,
1: yeah. aside from the uh, Epstein thing, McVeigh is an extremely similar thing. Yeah, I mean, you guys. Yeah, he let's he was, go into was- the. Yeah.
2: absolutely working for this i the intelligence absolutely cia uh deep undercover he had a, a a cia uh a guy he called the major very similar to marion petty from the finders yeah uh, a guy like that and a guy called the major who was his contact who gave him $60,000 for a two-year period and taught him how to make bombs, shitty bombs, apparently. Um, convinced He even wrote in a letter to his sister, and this got published in the New York Times, I mean, say whatever you want about the Times, but McVake confessed that he worked for the CIA and he, he thought he was going to be a drug runner and an assassin for them. Yeah. His top the New York secret,
1: Times. Yeah. yeah,
2: his top secret clearance lasted until 1996, but he officially retired in 1992. Interesting.
3: It's so interesting because... Who writes their sister? So, yeah, you know, <laughs> dude, working dude, weird, got it. works I'll, I'll wrong.
1: I'll read it to you if you want to hear it.
3: So Let's the neighbor's been a little loud. He's got a, He's in a band. The band sucks. You know I hate ska. Anyways... <laughs> You know, it's actually
1: it's actually pretty close to that what he said. So then you Get know the fuck out. They're, they're
3: asking <laughs> no. me to be I don't know like a drug runner and assassin. So <laughs> pretty cool. I feel pretty good about
2: it. I think it fits my skill set. You know, XOX. L X O X O. Can't wait to run drugs, blasting and bad this company. Was,
1: this was two years before the bombing too that he wrote his sister and said this shit. It's like, crazy what he wrote in here.
2: It's and also um. Uh, who else did he? Oh wait. Yeah, well, he told his sister, and then he told this guy that was on death row with him, named uh,
1: Hammerman, David,
2: David Paul Hammer. Yep. Hammerman. Yeah, uh, This guy wrote a book. Uh, his attorneys advised him not to write the book. They're like, if you write this book, we're gonna make sure that you get executed. It's not gonna help your stays of execution. Yeah. This guy was in on death row for killing another inmate, and, and he was in there for a drug charge. And um, he said, "Fuck you! I'm telling the truth." And he wrote a book. Uh, what was the book called, Kevin?
1: I think it was Deadly Secrets.
2: Deadly Secrets, all about what McVeigh told him on death row. And it's yeah. crazy. It's all this stuff about the Major working for the CIA, going to different military bases and learning about bomb making. What They told him what to oh. do and he was where to go.
1: This would be a good time to play that clip, too. Because remember, um, uh, David Paul Hammer, or is it Paul David Hammer? It,
2: David, yeah. oh God, now you got me mixed up.
1: Well... <laughs> He says that McVeigh told him that he went to a, a special base to learn about demolitions and bomb making and all this stuff.
0: Unbelievable. And it just so happens
1: this guy named William Bean, who was scouting out locations for a movie he was working on, happened to go to a military base called Camp Grafton, and he might have captured McVeigh on base on camera. I sent well, when, that clip. Isn't I mean, it when he was habit, supposed yeah, to habit. have been retired already? Yeah, yeah. He should have been out of the military. McVeigh
2: should have been out of the military. For Here a year by now. Doing something.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, clip called Camp Grafton. You ready? Yeah, run it. Yeah. I mean, decide for yourself if it's him or not, but.
3: Well, hold on. What, Johnny?
1: I don't
3: have
4: okay. sound. Oh, you can just watch it. It's a video of him. Yeah. It's, it's just, just a video. It. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah,
2: just tell us if you think this looks like Timothy McVeigh.
1: InfoWars.
2: <laughs> yeah. Here,
1: run it. It's the best one I could find. Yeah, run it. It pauses on his face at the end.
4: All right, so we're watching this video.
2: Yeah, of he's this supposed guy to be retired by he's now. He's got
1: a
3: great ass, though. That's all I can say
1: about <laughs> McVeigh. Hey, Man's got a great I think ass. This is the video I sent, is it? I kind of I kind of chopped it up so it would be super short and show the good parts. I sent one in the email to uh, XG.
3: Where is the, uh, where would it, what part of this video would it it's be? It's only 90
1: seconds. So inside. Just watch
2: Dread it. Inside, when he's in the tank. Oh, they there it is. Right, right here.
1: Back Let's up see. a little bit.
3: Back up just a tiny bit. There we go. Here we go.
1: Yeah, a little more. A little more. Yeah, yeah, right there.
3: That him, you think?
1: Well, the guy who filmed this, his name is William Bean. He was scouting for a movie he was working on. Yeah. Years later, years later, when people told him, dude, that looks like Timothy McVeigh, he turned the footage over to a uh, voice and, you know, like an audio and video forensic analyst. Yeah. And that... That analyst said, "Bro, I would testify in court that that's him." Wow! You know, he com- yeah, he he compared it to uh, to different known samples of McVeigh, and he's like, "Man, that's like eighty-eight plus percent that that's got to be him." So you know, decide for yourself, but this for
3: sure, convinced. dude. Now here's yeah. my whole thing, man. I, I, I'm I'm of the belief that sometimes these guys don't really die. Like, yeah. Oh uh, man, we'll but, get I mean, all into
1: that too. We got yeah. some good shit on that, too.
3: Really?
2: Okay. Yeah, so, uh, there's,
1: that's in
3: our
2: section called Fun Stuff. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: So, Timothy McVeigh uh, is, is pinned on this. He's, he's at this camp. He's been training. Uh, he's learning bombs. Tell me a little bit about the bombs.
2: Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> go ahead.
3: No, go. You, you're, you're more about the bombs than well,
1: I do. The, the bombs are bullshit. As we talked about earlier, that EBES study, the Eglin Blast Effects Study, proved with basically without a doubt, there's no way whatsoever that a, that a truck that size full of 4,800 pounds of ammonium nitrate fuel oil, there's no way that they could do that much damage. They couldn't even blow apart a structure that was like 1 50th of that size. So whether they were teaching him bombs or not, they probably were, and the truck bomb probably was real, but it's not what did the real damage. You know what I mean? I have this whole thing that these
3: stories, there's just layers upon layers. To onion,
1: absolutely. There's like
3: it's
2: another. Popped in my head another like huge 9 11 similarity is that there were people, there were feds in in the Murrow building that just conveniently didn't show up to work that day. And it was specifically 18 ATF agents that all just were sick that day. Exactly. They all just got food poisoning that same day.
3: Lauren, that doesn't, that's not the only comparison. Literally the same security team was in charge of OKC that was in charge of the uh, Trade Centers and I think yeah. it was George Bush's cousins.
2: Oh, sec- Securicom, owned by Jeb Bush, the one that we think planted uh. the charges into the uh, World Trade Center. Securicom. Yeah. Well, I mean that's like
3: uh, so you don't you don't buy into the Israeli art students thing with Judy Woods in that video she does where she breaks down the uh, there's a pi- there's a crazy picture of people inside of these Israeli art students. And I don't know. So if you follow um, uh, Oli Demigard and his discussion of how they like to put out clues so they mm-hmm. consci- their consciousness. like the shoes
1: like the shoes yeah
3: they like to put out cu- clues and if you don't bust them it's your fault it's not on their consciousness okay and so mm-hmm. this story that comes out about 9 11 there's this newspaper that is, is like free in the subway in new york city right and it's about how these art students have been in the world trade center for like four years right And or like a couple years and they're doing like a project about putting a balcony, uh, some random place on uh, in the World Trade Center, which just happens to be where the planes hit. Right. Which is which leads to the whole thoughts of that. uh, Did a plane actually hit the buildings or was that? getting into all the, all the the holographics and all that stuff i have I, I, theories that everything happened meaning direct energy weapons bombs in the building and a drone full of uh, of explosives flown into that because it's like it's like the jfk shooting they can't miss on this like where's all the rubble but the point is is that um you know, that there's this picture and it's like this Israeli art students, and on the wall is basically when you break it down, like B4, I believe it is, B4, B- where it's basically this, um, it's basically explosives. You're like, why is this picture of Israeli art students what? with explosives on it uh, in this newspaper? It's like the what? weirdest thing.
1: What? Was I'm that always- the same guys that got pulled over in a van? Well, it wasn't had- those
3: exact guys. Uh, the Israeli
4: okay. art students are the ones that put the E team on the building.
3: E team.
4: I have it right E-team. here already. Yeah. E team. They literally put E team and right. That's where the plane right. technically r- fell right through. Oh it. my
2: God! They were. Yeah. They were like it was like a target. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sam. I think I said it at the live show. You know, when I say it's probably both or it's all. Like you just said, they probably they didn't want to miss. Yeah. In my conclusion, for most most of these conspiracies, when I really start to try to get off the fence and think about it, is that it's everything. Lauren, like, can you see and, these the pictures, same guys? Same with OKC,
1: would, wouldn't you say? Yeah, sure. I mean,
2: and with like Project Blue Bean or is it aliens? It's both. Is it is it energy weapons and planes? Obviously, probably both because they don't yeah. want to fuck it up. They're going I to use everything that they have
1: at their disposal.
3: You know, you we it from uh, all
1: angles, right? We
3: had David Weiss on from the Flat Earth podcast, and. Uh,
1: you know, dude, I loved that one. Oh, thank you, dude. That was you, an dude. awesome podcast, dude.
3: Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. I'm not I,
1: even a flat Earth dude, but man, I was glued to that one.
3: <laughs> I'm with you, dude. Sick. I have the same opinion. Johnny's steaming
1: right you now. You can't, you okay. can't argue with that. I mean, Johnny, you can't, can't shut argue with that. everybody down.
3: Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. So listen. So, um. He brought up somewhere because you know uh, Eddie is a very anti-alien. He's like, there's yeah. no such thing as aliens. It's all part of this Project Bluebeam thing. And he brought up uh, David brought up something that I think is like very interesting. Extraterrestrial is extra territory. What if? What if just for a moment we're gonna believe in this flat Earth thing, uh, 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 and um uh you know the ice walls all around us. What's beyond that ice wall? What if it's just more territory, right?
4: Oh, what well, is that short yeah, for E.T.? What if it's just concentric <laughs> circles? Yeah, right? Just,
3: yeah. Extraterrestrial. What if there's just people past the ice wall that come and that they're going to fake a uh, a, 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 a fake alien attack? but Invasion. Be, yeah. Yeah. I
1: got you. All but right.
3: it still yeah. could be real aliens and be a fake alien attack if it gets well, us all yeah, in one world they're, they're,
0: order.
2: They'd still well, technically be aliens. If yeah, they they'd don't be come aliens from here, us. and they have right. different technology, and they their bodies ad- adapt to different environments because we can't like live comfortably in an after the ice wall, obviously. So I mean, who knows? I'm not gonna say. I mean, dude, I don't know anymore. I yeah. I think extraterrestrials <laughs> are interdimensional, but you know
3: what? Uh, I have an open mind.
2: It's yeah.
1: fun to think about. That's well, for sure. If you try to
3: pinpoint something, you will immediately get. Bombarded with a bunch of information that lets you know that's might not be it either. So I I I live my life right, with a head right. on a swivel. I have if you ask me what I think's going on, I'll tell you I have no clue what's going on. I'm just interested to Same learn here, about dude. all
1: of it. Same
3: here. Um, so you talked a little bit about how the ATF didn't show up that day. Uh, and mm-hmm. we see that, we see that in the 9-11. Larry Silverstein. He, he didn't show up. None of his family showed up. Uh, uh, Crow. Condoleezza
2: Rice. Seth MacFarlane didn't make his plane. Yeah. All the people that didn't fly. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. He didn't show up. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg mysteriously didn't show up. And here's the thing about all these people. And it goes back to like when we talk about NASA and all the people who created NASA. All the people who created NASA. Jack Parsons dies. He's out. The rest of them go on to do these insane things. Like, you know, uh, Von Braun builds NASA into this multi billion dollar industry. Disney blows up to a multi billion dollar industry. Scientology blows up to a multi billion dollar industry, right? Cold. That gets all yeah. these yeah. tax exempts. And, uh, you know, how, I bet you if you looked up how much taxes did Disney pl- pay last year, I guarantee you it's roughly around
1: zero. Right. Yeah. I uh, I wouldn't disagree. I bet that's probably accurate. Yeah. So uh,
2: and you know Jack Parsons. I mean that's a really, and that's he's a fascinating character in himself. I mean they they're making a, a TV show about it that's not accurate. But I can't wait
3: to see a corporate television show about a satanic uh, scientist. That's
2: they and made it. It's called Strange Angel. It's on CBS. It's like in its second season. No way. Yeah, it's called Strange it's based I have two biographies about him. Uh one's called Sex and Rockets and one's called Strange Angel. And oh, they're really, really interesting.
3: You know he like to get weird. Outside. You know, like him and L. Ron He's Hubbard funny. probably ran trains fucked, on chicks.
2: They they total, well, they were right? running trains <laughs> on each other. I mean yeah. they were they were having satanic parties <laughs> trying to bring about the horror of Babylon back to get the apocalypse going because you know, that's a party, right? For
0: real. For real. For real.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that was Enochian magic that they were into. And Kenneth Anger, the filmmaker that wrote Hollywood Babylon, was part of their group and he's a huge luciferian and he says lucifer is the light bringer and not as different from satan the whole whole thing there
3: not all bisexuals are satanic but all (laughs) satanic people are bisexual that's a (laughs) saw that in a fortune cookie once um
1: satanic people just stick it wherever they just want to get weird
2: i know some satanists that are not spiritual satanists that are like uh they're like the they're Anton Lefevre and the a LaVeyan Satanists, and those right. guys are fun. They're they're fun. They they don't kill yeah. children. Well, they just, like the,
1: you know
3: my theory. There's a
1: dude on YouTube who's like that, yeah. Yeah, the they're, they're just very contrarian
2: yeah. and they hate Christianity. And they're just they're well, just fun. They're like they're like goths. They're just cool. Yeah, yeah. As
1: yeah. the uh, they're,
3: they're, as the Kazarians hijacked Judaism, I think these dark arts Jesuits and and black nobility took satanism right and they applied the all the uh all the ideals of black saturn worship black cuba yeah. right, saturn worship right. yeah. and put saturn. it on that so like oh look at the satanists over there they're the bad people like dude i know people's heads are going to fall oh you, the, the biggest trick that the, the, the devil ever you. he's not real it's like dude it's like it, i i listen man the bible the quran the torah all whatever of you want to believe Love what you want to believe. I don't care. I support your right to believe. If it makes you a better person, do whatever you yeah. want to do. For okay? sure. If you want to sure.
2: worship the Easter bunny and you don't hurt people, go, go right ahead. ahead. I don't yeah. care if you want to do rain dances at Chuck E. Cheese. Don't hurt people.
3: Yeah, right?
2: Like I so, mean believe what be go worship nature. Be a pagan. I don't give a shit, but don't don't push your shit on people. Don't hurt children. Don't hurt don't start wars over it. You know, I'm at am I'm, I'm, I'm right, really a, right. I'm at heart a big libertarian. I'm all about personal yeah. freedom. Same here, same here. Do the drugs you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. Don't don't hurt people. You know, and right and and yeah, yeah. Financially, I'm a little fiscally yeah. conservative. I'm
1: like the type of dude who wants to see, uh, you know, ten gay guys with their weed farm gardening it with AK-47s. You know, awesome.
2: <laughs> like, I'm do cool what gun. you want
1: to do. Yeah, i I'm, I'm Leave confused. people alone. You know I, I confuse everybody you just in New York. I'm pro
2: gun, but I'm pro choice, and I'm like, like <laughs> exactly. well, <laughs> well,
1: What pro is okay? Marriage, dude. pro whatever you want to do. Just yeah. chill out on infringing. Uh, yeah. Hey,
2: dude, hey. have listen, all the man, sex, just make it consensual.
3: It's it's a uh, I I I you can't listen, man. There's so many different times you're like, where do you want the government? What the blah blah blah? You know, it sounds like one uh, one one payer, uh, health care. Okay. That does sound good to me because people wouldn't go uh, bankrupt. and They could get the things they need, right? But then you're like, who's going to run that one payer? It's going to be the government. And then it's going to be all the scumbags from big pharmaceutical the, and the insurance the sh- companies who are going to jump into that. I don't, I don't have the answers to that. All I know is I, we need something that can check. Check. Yeah. Checks
2: and balances. That's not part of the right. CIA program, and that's right. going to be hard to implement because they—they they are How about the mafia that runs things.
1: Why don't yeah, you police take, the policers. Yes, right.
2: right. Who watches the watchers? Yeah,
3: there you go. Yeah. Who finds the finders? Right. Uh, so, Ooh. so, uh, I, I say, you know. Uh, I mean, why don't we just find the money from all these subsidies that we give to big pharmaceutical, to uh, big oil, to you know all these giant big banks that we bail? Take all yeah, that bailout Martin, money.
1: the military. Yeah, yeah. throw yeah. that in the Skunk healthcare. Skunkworks, you know, Skunkworks. Yeah, on- yeah.
2: Can we get Area Fifty-One black budget programs for exotic alien hardware to fund my healthcare? Yeah, because yeah. that would be fucking bomb. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> TTSa and all that stuff. Yeah, you know? how
2: about they give me birth control every month? I would like the UFO technology to fund my birth control. Yeah. that would yeah. be a nice one. And I'm
1: pro that.
3: I mean, like you should me be able too. to get birth control. I don't know why we have to women have to Dude, pay for I, birth control. Is, because yes all over because
1: is, we don't need to have this a, is
2: ridiculous. <laughs> I, I'm on a pill that I have to. Let me. This is going somewhere. I promise. I'm on a pill that. <laughs> better I better come back more to OKC most, bombing. Most women. I promise. And and <laughs> they won't give me more than one packet at a time. And I'm like, it's not Oxycontin. I can't OD on my birth yeah. control. I'm not, no, not going to get high off of it. But they treat it like it's some Schedule 2 narcotic. It's ridiculous. It is yeah. ridiculous. But anyway, and listen, it's dude, just stupid. I like
3: boning. Everybody likes boning. But you don't want to have to bring... I mean, it's my theory on why Dwight Howard was banging trans. Because... He just wanted to have sex with someone that didn't come with a child support payment. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had eight kids by eight different women. He's like, I'm tired of paying out kid- child support. Let me hit something that doesn't oh, pay yeah. these kids. Yeah? So, but without getting T-serum, dude, you, <laughs> you, you, you don't like your anti-gay sex? Don't have gay sex. You're anti- right uh, thank you f- choice don't 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 do it D- you do you uh, you do you that's, you don't want government that's what
1: i'm saying man yeah. you don't
3: want government to touch your guns well then don't have government tell women what they can do with their bodies that's my whole Fuck thing yeah. okay Fuck yeah. uh tease your own i do i do we do need a system that checks giant corporations but i don't have Fuck the answer yeah, to right? that and we're not going to hear. but going back to what we're talking about i can't wait to hear the comments about stay on point. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> you guys wanted a big stu- new studio so we can go longer. Oh, this is what you get. Sam's woo. random thoughts in his head. Okay, oh. so um, so we go back. Like if you look at nine eleven, there was like Black Cube. Kroll Industries didn't show up that day to work.
2: Black. They're called Black Cube Industries? Well, it's
3: Black. The Black Cube Intelligence. That's what it's called. Oh it was, yeah.
1: The, they they don't the Mossad, Saturn. right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, they, they're they're private Mossad. They, right, didn't, yeah. they didn't. They didn't show up like to work that day.
1: A little bit. Yeah.
3: You know, and it's just what makes me sad is that these people in the OKC bombing and these people uh, in in the Twin Towers pass people every day up to work, knowing that in two days or three days are uh,
0: gonna kill all play. Of
3: yeah, and not set it. Yeah. Thing. The level of
1: psychopath that involves the is, lack is of
2: empathy. Their brains just outrageous. don't light up that way. When they you just know don't there's.
1: When you know there's kids in that building, I mean, come on.
3: It blows me away and, and it makes me so It gets even so crazier. There,
1: there were, so there were supposed to be, what was it, Lauren, like either 18 or 19 ATF that were supposed to be there?
3: We we
2: settled on 18, 18 yeah. ATF agents that obviously got tipped off so and didn't there, show
1: up. So there's two guys who claimed they were there. One guy, his name was Luke Franey. This fucking dude says that he was trapped in the building. And that he was trapped in a pile of rubble, but he used his martial arts skills to karate chop and karate kick his way out (laughs) of the rubble. I'm not even joking. (laughs) Yeah, I'm serious. The guy's name is Luke Franey. Yeah, an ATF agent. Luke Franey says he
3: karate chopped.
1: Like That's what he said. He said he used his martial arts skills to escape oh. through these hundreds of thousands of pounds of Dude, rubble. Dude, how yeah, it's, much if ass? Just if if Danny Bravo
2: ever gets into a false flag building situation, he'll be yeah. fine. We naked,
1: know. Rear naked, choke it out.
3: Who yeah. do you think got more <laughs> ass, okay? The the firefighters from nine eleven who went on a round-the-country bike tour where they just, they literally just went around meeting everybody, just trying to bang Strange in every state. Or the guy <laughs> who just told everybody he karate chopped cinder blocks to get out of the OKC building. Uh, that's, what this, you, that's what this dude said. It's outrageous. You know that he was just telling that at every, every party he was at. And they were like, oh, yeah. should we invite him again? Because we're going to have to hear that fucking story about him karate <laughs> chopping cinder blocks again.
1: Dude, there was another guy, Alex McCullen. Who uh, This dude was another ATF agent. He was like, oh, I was there. Because right after this happened, the ATF got in deep shit. Everyone was like, well, where were you guys? How come your office was empty? Everyone else died and you weren't there. And they like, like, oh, well, we had these two guys. We had Luke Franey, the karate master. (laughs) Then we had this other guy, Alex McCollin. This guy said he was trapped in the elevator and that it fell five stories and that, you know, crashed after falling five stories. And that he broke his way out and then went on to save five people. But, bullshit. Right. There, there was actually a, a, like a grand jury hearing afterwards, and the, the, uh, the elevator engineer, the guy who does the work on these elevators, knows everything about him. His name was Oscar Johnson. This guy says, bullshit. Those elevators were trapped in between floors. You could not get out. They, you know, if you, oh. if the doors open to the elevator, you're in between the oh floors my God. and that none of the safety systems had been tripped. There's no way they fell. I mean, it just proves the ATF was lying about every single thing they said. What you about know?
3: in the uh, 9-11 where there's these people supposedly that survived in a stairwell?
1: Like everything that's crashed what me around and, them. That's what me and Lauren were talking about. The yeah. guy floated down. and The guy yeah. who
2: claims that he, he, there was a guy. There's a crazier story. There's a guy from 9/11 that says that somehow he was on the roof. He went to the. He got on the roof because oh, he thought yeah. he was safer, yeah, yeah. and that he quote unquote surfed down on the the, the building as it
1: as it fall- yeah. Like
2: like the Silver Surfer on top and survived.
1: Oh like how, right. How, how
2: many how many chicks in a van God.
1: telling
3: that
2: bullshit? <laughs> how like, how much know?
3: would you Jesus shit your Christ. pants? Like how much shit? would be in your pants <laughs> if you surfed down the, the 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 twin towers as they were crumbling. <laughs> and they Yeah, walked he didn't tell off. the girls that part. But that's like trying to tell people like your plane is about to crash so you jumped off the plane right before it crashes. Yeah. Like that's it not possible. <laughs> that's not possible. Yeah. Um yeah. God, this is nuts,
1: dude. There's uh- there's, there's so much to this, man. We, did, we didn't we did even scratch one person.
2: The there's another murder we can get into.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's okay. another, another murder. Another, another
2: suicide. Gnarly
1: one. Really gnarly one, too. All right, go on. I'm listening.
2: Yeah. So uh, there's a guy that was in prison. Uh, well, he wasn't originally. They were looking for, uh, what was it? What was it? David Paul Guthrie, Kevin? What
1: was well, his name? Uh, right after the bombing happened, the biggest manhunt in American history all the way up to this day the biggest manhunt in American history. They were looking for John Doe number two. Because more. It was something like 24 witnesses. Saw a second guy with Timothy McVeigh. In the truck. Mm-hmm. And so they thought that this guy's name. Was Richard Lee Guthrie. Right. So And.
2: Yeah. and. Then he had, and then there was a guy that was in jail or he was it he was in prison for crossing the Mexican border to visit his wife's family. He came back over. He matched Guthrie's uh, description to a T. He had, they had the same tattoo what? in the same place, same height, what? same weight, same eye color. Same. Oh. They drove the same model car, so they were convinced that it was Guthrie. This but he poor was guy, lying
1: about his name, You're right? Yeah,
2: and his name was Kenneth. Uh, what's it, How do you say it? Trentadue.
1: Uh, Kenneth do? Yeah. Kenneth I, I did a whole video on this guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Kenneth's trying to do, and the, he was found, supposedly suicided himself in, in jail, but it was almost the same uh, style of killing that happened to Yiki. He had, I mean, he was beaten from head to toe. I mean, literally.
0: Yeah, literally. he
2: literally, head to toe, had, had bruises on his feet, cuts on his arms, uh, taser marks to his face, you know, I, I mean, what cuts on his neck, everything. Yeah. Uh, handcuff marks. And yep. they beat him to death. And they also here's the weird thing: they gave him what was it? Over five hundred milligrams of caffeine. Which it was is,
1: uh, it was the equivalent of thirty cups of coffee, Ooh. which the medical examiner said is a technique they use in third world countries to enhance pain and fear during torture.
2: It's the same reason people on meth like sex because an amphetamine makes you feel more. So, yeah.
1: whether it's good or bad,
2: whether it's good or bad. So more yeah. uh, amphetamine <laughs> or more caffeine, he feels more pain. Well, I don't dude, know anything about dude, that. Dude, you ever to be able drink to...
1: like three cups of coffee too many and you're feeling like shit? Imagine like 30 cups of coffee and someone's like torturing you. Well, I've you never felt like you know shit
3: after coffee. And I used to... <laughs> we all have gifts from God. One of mine was be able to have sex on Coke. So I understand the adrenaline of that. And it's like you could have sex on coke, some people say you're an alien. I don't know, but uh, I get all I'm, this. I'm part dude. of it.
0: Uh, I, uh, no,
2: should I even say this? If I, if, I, if a guy's on coke, I don't do drugs anymore. But if somebody's on coke and I can get them hard, I feel like a hero.
3: Yeah, you do. Oh. Well, you know, you, you are, are a first responder in my book. Um, <laughs> Rescue worker. Rescue worker. Uh, so yeah. let's get into uh, why do you guys. They, well, I mean, did you want to let's do fun stuff last? Um, I yeah. mean, uh, because I want to get the McVeigh. Why do you think they blew up this building? What, is, in your opinion, is their motivation?
2: Well, there's a couple. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'll I'll give one, and then Kevin, you do the other. I'll, right. There's basically three. Um, one of them is that a lot of Clinton documents were in this building that had to do with Whitewater and murders that Clinton was associated with before he was president, and all of those documents, for for whatever reason, in this building. Um, and then there's also the... They might, the ATF may have been using it as an illegal storage for an armory, and there's a daycare center in it. So, you know, you want that gone. But then there's a... I mean, what do you think, Kevin?
1: Well, from the research I've done, there's kind of two schools of thought. And the one is that it was a sting operation that went bad. You know, that McVeigh really was the piece of shit that everyone says... He really did want to do the bombing just exactly the way people said, but that the FBI was in on it and they were supposed to stop him at the last minute, but that he outsmarted them and he killed the fucking dude who was supposed to stop him at the last minute through the guy's body in the truck and that's the uh, you know the notorious ninth leg they have that they can't match up. And but maybe the other it's major. Yeah, exactly. And Oops. the other school of thought is that they did it on purpose and that's why you know, the inventor of the neutron bomb said there's extra explosives in the building and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, exactly like Lauren said, all of these documents from MENA, Arkansas, uh, Whitewater, Iran-Contra, all the stuff the Clintons were getting into, all of that stuff, for one reason or another, all came from different investigations and somehow, insanely, all ended up in this same building. Well, I mean, And, that, yeah. not only that, real quick, uh, there are multiple cops. One guy named Craig Roberts, who was actually requested by the FBI to assist in the investigation. This guy was on the bomb squad with the police. He was in the the SWAT team for the police. And this guy said that the second most important thing that happened that morning is that trucks pulled up to the building and that before they helped people, they were picking up documents. So there's literally wounded people bleeding and dying. And the They were holding the rescue workers back, saying, hold up. There's not going to be any rescue until we pick up these documents.
2: Yeah, more important than human
1: life. Exactly. So whatever these papers were, that's super important to, you know, whoever it was picking them up. And that also goes back to the cop, Terry Eakey, who had his boxes of documents. A lot of people think that might have been some of the documents that he had been picking up.
2: On the day, the morning
1: of. Right. Again.
3: This is the same thing it is 9/11 you have uh, down Runsfield the day before saying trillions of dollars are unaccounted for in the Pentagon and the day u- before and he yeah. uses the exact words why I know what you're thinking why would I want to attack the Pentagon and then the uh, next day the Pentagon gets hit what well, part of the Pentagon the accounting Office exactly and the part. part
2: that had just been reinforced especially for a terrorist attack.
3: Yeah, and then we also have, I mean, five buildings are hit on 9-11. Three of them are accounting buildings. Building seven, ah, uh, the infamous building, which I think you have multiple cameras on this building for a reason. So then you put it out, and it gets us all fighting. Was it controlled demolition? Did it fall naturally? We fight over, and all these idiots are like, oh, it fell naturally. It's like that not, no. that's not real. And okay. Dude,
1: it's the same thing with OKC the the same exact thing there was supposedly 24 different cameras that saw the building and you know that guy we were just talking about that was killed in jail kenneth turned to do yeah his brother his brother jesse turned to do is this hot shot lawyer super kick-ass lawyer he sued the federal government to get these tapes and so after all these years of litigation they finally gave them to him like 24 different cameras and as the truck is driving by 24 different cameras. Every tape goes blank as the truck. And their excuse was they were switching out the tapes. Like, oh, well, that tape had to be 24 down the line.
2: 24 all switched out at the exact same time. And this is before it was digitized. when It it was analog. So somebody had to go in and take the literal tape out and switch it. It wasn't just a computer system. That's Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's unbelievable. And same thing with the guy we were just talking about, Kenneth Trentidou, who was murdered in jail. It's an Epstein thing. That guy, there was a camera on his cell. The tapes went missing from there. There was uh, logbooks that showed everyone who signed in and signed out.
0: Those were gone.
1: The backups of the logbooks, the pages were torn out just for that day. The crime scene photos went missing. The negatives of the crime scene photos went missing. I mean, come on. This is like...
2: A pathologist got, he, the coroner, was a, he knew something was up, and he went into the cell. It had been freshly repainted, so he took luminol. And if you don't know about true crime, luminol is what you put down to see where blood has been.
1: You yeah, can, I like it, clothes it, in the dark kind of You can
2: paint over blood, you can bleach it, luminol will always show you. He said the entire cell lit up like a fucking Christmas tree, yeah. covered in blood.
1: Right. Oh and also with that guy, there were other inmates on the same cell block who said they saw federal agents washing batons in the sink. Like bloody batons were being washed in the sink. Like... But it they, was
2: a suicide, guys. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. No,
1: the, the official story is that that dude cut his throat with a tube of toothpaste. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's, if you look up... I mean, I don't know if you can show it on the, you know, on the podcast because it's super gory, but there is a photo I showed on my video of his body, like right after they find it. The dude's throat is cut super deep they said he did that with a tube of toothpaste i'm not even kidding
3: i I mean mean, like isn't that epstein that like hung himself with paper i mean it just makes no sense i mean
1: it's really similar
3: so if you get into the anunnaki and you start thinking lizard people and you start realizing like the whole theory is that they're not creative and they can't create anything so they just keep using these same game plans over and over and over and over again but the problem now is like the internet doesn't forget and they can wipe it out as much as they want, but there's somebody who always grabs it. Now we start seeing the same stories over and over. We have a guy, a famous witness, dies uh, in in a way that's impossible. Same thing like Epstein. We have all these cameras going off. Same thing like Epstein. We have documents in a building that gets hit. These documents are gone. Same thing like 9-11. But
4: you say that uh, 9-11, the Pentagon... And the Oklahoma City body and Tower Seven were all hit for documents, right?
3: Yeah, and the building six.
4: Yeah, all for documents. But since everything's right. online now, do you think those were the last buildings to get hit? Because you can't say those, you can't say these files. Oh, they got blown out. Be like, that's cool. Because didn't you put them on the fucking internet? Because that's where everything goes now. Do you think that might be the last building that gets hit? And that they went that from that. Like, oh,
3: everything's digital. Mass well, yeah.
1: that's definitely because, possible. Yeah. But that, uh, oh, I mean, like, uh, it was th- two thousand one. You know, there probably was still a lot of hard copy paper documents. Yeah, I mean, then. think
2: about what we were That's, doing on the Internet in 2001. There were some people, a lot of we just stopped using dial-up. It hot or not, hot or not.com. Yeah, remember those um, colored <laughs> IMAX. Like, that was the, 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 the yeah. big thing back then. Yeah. Well, the I cube, mean. The, yeah, yeah, I mean, this a f- is a long a time ago. A flash drive
1: was like 15 megabytes or something. You know? Yeah. That's... This is not,
2: there was no Facebook. There was no, uh, you know, online was still, and it's new, it was still new. I mean, everything.
1: Yeah, and if you go back even further to Oklahoma City, there was no like digital copies of this stuff. It was oh. boxes of paper. I
2: mean, no, no, that was what I was ten. I was watching scrambled porn. There was no free porn. What on is the internet. wrong it with it was you?
1: Dying. All right,
3: what am I talking about? A button, first grade. But listen to me, dude. So, <laughs> so, so, but that is why you know. Greg Carwood said something very interesting on his podcast when he was interviewing uh, Oli Demogard. He was like. The, the people who run everything are really old people. They don't right. understand how the internet works. So yeah. when Hillary Clinton doesn't understand secure network versus... I mean, it sounds so simple to us. And, like, I'm not even a young guy. It sounds so simple to us. But the hurried, like, it, it. that doesn't mean, like, she thinks she sends something. It's automatic. Like, hacking, or anything, and even though it wasn't hacking, it was a Seth Rich story, you know, and the Seth Rich yeah. information. But it's like, she doesn't understand that stuff. She doesn't understand that there's a paper trail that somebody from some other place can get into her phone, get into her email, and and jack all of her documents even
4: for a regular person it's kind of hard you got to download a vpn go to the dark it's not easy to not get tracked right man. so either You're way right. yeah, yeah either way i went
2: on the dark web once just to look at it and the downloading tor and all it took like 2 hours yeah and it was even weird.
1: then it's still not super easy yeah. and no.
3: it's like a real letdown i mean it looks like a, like a craigslist if it's running windows 98 it's i thought it was going to be like fucking uh you know uh nicholas cage in eight millimeters like where's the snuff porn and it's like hey dude you want some jordans and it's like oh okay that's some weird shit right there but the point is is that it you know yeah i mean like i, I don't i dude good luck would say i i don't know how they're gonna control i don't even know like my biggest thing is like how many people like use the internet to promote a crime that they don't like how many people do you see on facebook like look at all this money i just robbed from this fucking gas station and they, they get fucking busted like hillary literally has like fucked herself because she emailed uh just all the shady shit she was doing yeah.
0: like yeah can't you just like whisper it?
2: It's hubris, and that goes with psychopathy. And they call it dupers' delight, and it's a, it's something that if you read uh-huh. psychology books about psychopath psychopaths, it's what they do. They love they love you know reveling in their crimes and talking about it. And that's you know that's obviously that's how dumb and smart people get caught is bragging about it.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm learning more sure. and more. Book smart and street smart are not even close to the same thing.
2: It's no, not no, even no, no, close.
3: No. It's not even no, close. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, so, there we go, 9-11, all these, like... You know, a Building 6 was the El Dorado Task Force. Uh, they were investigating money laundering for uh, uh, terrorists all over the world, and they hit that motherfucker. And, and I, that's why I think Building 7 is meant to be out, that people, they want us fighting about it because you never hear anybody, even like Greg Carwood. one of my greatest moments is this, is introducing Greg Carlwood to Building 6. He didn't even know about it. And this is a guy who had been in the game Five years at that point doing conspiracy theories and he didn't even know about it and he was just like wow and it was just like they hollowed out. somebody fucked up and they hollowed out the middle of that fucking building and didn't take down the walls now here's the thing about building 7 that they talk about is that they put a bunch of the people who were involved in 9-11 told them to go in that building to watch the whole thing and then they... pancake it to get rid of witnesses
2: whoa i haven't heard any of this sam i didn't know about building six
3: you holy didn't know shit. about building six i nope. love it these are my favorite moments on the show when people learn Did no it. idea yeah are you googling it right now look at it dude if you google building six you will see some weird you'll be like holy shit and then you go, why doesn't anyone talk about that? And I go, because that shows you there's a conspiracy. We can argue yeah. over free fall versus uh melted, but
4: like there's literally a hole in the middle of the fucking shape.
3: Right? Ooh. They cored it out. Yeah, dude. Right? Hey, Look that's, at it. that's
2: not that's not thermite. Don't worry yeah,
3: about it. Yeah, Right? All right. So uh, you have something I really I'm really excited about called fun stuff. Now, what is, <laughs> oh. what is your opinion on the fun stuff?
2: Um, I think the craziest uh, conspiracy of, of motive of why they did this to the OKC building is that there were documents about the Gulf War syndrome and uh, that the government knew that they were injecting troops with things that were going to make them sick. And there's, you know, they were culpable and the, I think the UN was, was looking to possibly indict the, the United States with war crimes for Gulf war syndrome.
1: Yeah. Depleted so it, uranium too.
3: Yeah.
2: It would be easy to just wipe it all out. And hold avoid
3: on. That. Hold on. What do you mean depleted uranium?
1: All right. During the Gulf war, you know, uranium is super heavy. Depleted uranium rounds are basically like built in armor piercing. They're so heavy. They just do extreme damage to even armored vehicles, planes, whatever you're shooting at. I'm not talking about like bullets you'd shoot out of like a rifle, but you know, like howitzer rounds or, you know, like 30 millimeter airplane rounds, that kind of thing. And this uh, go for syndrome theory that we've been looking into, a big part of that is not only the injections that they were giving to these soldiers to protect them supposedly against the chemical weapons and so bomb bio- was
2: using yeah right
1: but it was like a weird mix of these depleted uranium and these weird injections so all these guys were coming home from the war like shooting blanks you know like totally sterile couldn't have kids they were all fucked up weird cancer no one had ever heard of and it was supposedly going to cost the government hundreds of billions if not trillions of dollars in damage and according to some of the stuff we've been looking at don't know if it's true or not but it makes a lot of sense According to that, all of these records were held in this building, and all that's gone, and all those lawsuits will never happen now.
2: And to the government, 19 kids is probably worth that.
1: Right. Holy shit. In their eyes. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Dude. Dude, That is crazy. A good good guy to have on your show would be the guy who's talking about this stuff. His name is Cody Snodgrass, and he's the guy who, like, I guess you could say, blow the whistle on this. He's not. Super, convincing. I mean, he's the thing that he says about that is makes perfect sense. He says some other weird stuff though, but man, he would be an awesome guest on the show. Doesn't
2: he claim he worked for the CIA for a little while? Uh, they I tried think to recruit him and he said no.
1: Yeah, he said that they recruit him like right out of high. Well, what he said was that he was supposed to be McVeigh. He said <laughs> they came to him first, and that mm. they were like, "Hey, man, we need you to blow up this building," and he was like, "All right, no problem. I do it all the time. What building?" <laughs> and then, yeah, because he did it overseas, according to him. And then when they told him it was in the States, he was like, Oh no, I can't do that. Well, hey but, dude, the reason I like source.
3: that the reason I yeah. like but that is because it makes sense. Because it's,
1: make sense though, about the go forth. I mean, you know, well, the I mean, guy like, is dubious one, for sure.
3: It makes sense that like there are people who are super patriotic, like that don't oh, want to yeah, participate sure. in this shit. And they're not sure. and, and the reason I believe that this uranium thing could be real is like one you know like i just did a show on the cw and the co-host talked about how like they were giving shots to people and they were feeling good and she didn't want the shot and it was a big deal and she fought for it and like a lot of people came back and were like not allowed to have kids guess where we've heard that before agent orange
1: i mean like right. we yeah. oh dude a perfect, example.
3: On kids. perfect
1: example yeah. I'm pretty sure that it has been proven that they used depleted uranium to at least some extent. Probably not as much as the Cody Snodgrass guy says, but I'm I want to say that it has been proven that they've that they definitely used depleted uranium in some extent. And I mean, it has been proven without a doubt that um, they were injecting soldiers with experimental. You know, the for like getting the uh, vaccine against anthrax in the old days it was like five separate shots you had to take or something every so often yeah. they try to cr- they try to crunch that down into one shot so it was like super experimental and all these guys got sick from it
3: yeah, I and mean so, like, dude, we've seen right. it happen over and over. That's why yeah. when I hear about people go, they're using chemical weapons on their people, I'm like, we've used chemical weapons on we our people.
1: Like like and, you said, man, agent orange. Yeah. I mean, that's and, that's not even debatable anymore.
2: And the and and uh bug sprays, you know, with DDT and right. them on children in the 50s.
3: Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, St. Louis, they used kids. to spray them.
1: Or
4: the time they gave LSD to a whole town?
3: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of fun. fun. That
4: that is fun. That's France, right? not
1: that in France. What is
3: this? The CIA, Ari Shafir, dousing everybody? I mean, <laughs> what about the time where, like, the CIA would have hookers go pick up agents that they thought might have been double agents? Pick them up, take them back, and douse them with LSD to get them to talk. Like those are crazy ass things, man. That's a psychedelic honey trap.
1: Did, didn't yeah. they also bang them on tape while they were high on LSD? What do you mean? Bang it, them. Like, Have sex with them.
3: Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure, dude.
1: I mean then dude, they blackmail you after that. That's how
4: they start the blackmail. Yes, XG. Exactly. Yes. That's yes, what they
2: man. do.
3: That's another reason why, like, when they got rid of that Democratic uh chick, I mean I think that's all. That's all uh, blackmail. You know, they got rid of the girl oh, who's yeah. trying to, who's on like some threesome website. We're g- like,
2: smoking a bong. She's the only. What, is what are you talking about the sitting senator? That yeah. Just well, got she caught? quit.
3: She just stepped down.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love it that we got. But she's you know naked, smoking a bong. Having, you know, she's living life. If it was Europe. No one would care. I told her shit. fuck yeah.
3: blackmail. I, I mean fuck blackmails. Go get <laughs> yourself a train <laughs> and have a good it's the time. whole Epstein. Game. Yeah.
1: Hey. Dude, bef- let's not get too far off the fun stuff category because listen to this. This is, I mean, Lauren's got slightly different opinions, but I think the craziest opinion or the craziest Don't theory woman, about the women whole-
3: women always have Oklahoma, other opinions?
1: The, the, cra- the craziest thing about the whole Oklahoma City thing is there are people who say McVeigh is still alive. I, dude, and
3: I'm check telling this out. you this.
1: Dude, check this out. The guy that he was on death row with McVeigh told this guy, yeah, I'm going to get lethal injection, but they're going to give me this weird drug that makes me look like I'm dead. It'll slow down my heart rate, slow down my breathing. They'll come over with a stethoscope whatever. They'll say, this man's dead, and they'll ship me off. And then later, they'll give me a different drug, and it wakes me up. And then, you know, my time is served. I'm a hero, whatever. Did the greater good. That's what he told this dude. And so what happened, on the actual day he was executed, nobody saw him get fucking executed he was covered in a black sheet from his chin down to his toes nobody saw an iv line nobody saw a syringe nobody saw anything like that there was two or three people who were watching through the glass who said the guy looked like he was still breathing uh they used a decoy hearse you know the like after he supposedly died
3: telling you dude that this right. is the game that gets played. I mean, look at this, dude. Let's say the CIA took down El Chapo, right? And then okay. Mexico arrests his kids, and the drug right. cartels go nuts. Why would they do that? Why would they do yeah. that if El, if, if El Chapo has no power? How do we, like, they're like, oh, dude, he's in this Denver Supermax prison, this Colorado Supermax prison, and nobody's going (laughs) to see him, and 23 hours a day, he's going to be in a cell with a little thing, and he's never going to see the light of day. You're like, wow, so the guy who was basically running the CIA's uh, drug, uh, like I always say, like El Chapo's just a district
1: manager, right? He's just the new highway Rick Ross right you know, so just they the get new this, version right
3: yeah. so they get this guy out like oh he put him on trial and then he's in this thing that nobody can see him ever right and it's like how do we know that how do we know yeah. that i'm right. telling you dude i don't think that like these super high up guys really die i you know, yeah. yeah
2: i mean I w- well, dude I if wish, there's wish one more thing would have lived go on, yeah
1: There's one more thing about the McVeigh execution thing is, uh, supposedly it's unheard of for an inmate to be executed and not have an autopsy. That's, it's just SOP standard operating procedure. When you get executed, they give you an autopsy. So supposedly he made some deal. He never had an autopsy. No one actually saw this dude's dead body. He, uh, and you know, I don't believe it. I think, I think if anything, I think they probably told him all this shit like hey man we'll give you this fake drug you'll look dead yada yada but at the last minute they probably gave him the real shit and killed him cuz why not just get rid of him you know but you know i'm open to either idea but supposedly his asset, his ashes were given over to his lawyers they used a fake hearse to to distract the media like why would they do that I don't they know. they didn't want the me- kind yeah, of like
3: Jeffrey Epstein's fake grave with unmarked grave that they show you I a hear picture you. of I mean, like, dude, who knows where that guy is? And listen, if that dude is willing to blow up a building or be a part, why wouldn't you use him as an asset again?
1: Yeah, on some other country or something. On
3: something else. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, it is – I mean, like, dude, they get told – we get told all this stuff that these guys are dead. Like, dude, you cannot – they can't – they – excuse me. They haven't – Shown us one autopsy picture of Jeffrey Epstein. One, and Why and not? Him laying why not? there.
2: And ba- why not? Baden, actually, I think he brought that up in an interview on Fox News. And he, I think, you know, Baden, Baden's on the chopping block. He's, go- he's yeah. saying, like, why, you know, I think it was a homicide. That, I mean, that guy's 85. They could just heart attack him yeah, with if that dude, weapon. He's if 85. That- he's going to go.
1: Like, if that dude dies soon, we need to all like take notice. You know what I mean?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, like, look at let's let's and then we're gonna end it here in two seconds. But let's take a look at uh, this uh, Las Vegas shooting. Why haven't we been able to see autopsy stuff? Why can't we see what the autopsies how these people died? Because they're gonna tell you they had bullets coming from different areas, which doesn't Frostfire. fit the affliction narrative.
1: That, that is really weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I usually never off. get into the to the mass shooting stuff but the las vegas one man the little bit of research i've done is bizarre like people who are running away getting shot in the chest yeah like
3: dude seven is just give it time buddy give it time yeah. and you'll be balls you. yeah. deep into all this shit <laughs> yeah right you start talking to lauren you're gonna get you're gonna be fucking starting to look at weird shit trust me on that We're on one. our way
1: yeah we on are our yeah.
3: on our way um I mean, dude. I I mean, dude. We could go on forever. All the different things that people, where the CIA and the FBI just were, just sat back and watched stuff happen, dude. I mean, like they said mm-hmm. during the Vegas shooting, the Four Hood shooting, the uh uh Charles Manson murders, that they just sat there because these narratives push them push um, the American people in a certain direction that the powers that yep. be want and. Yep. I think it's very interesting right now with the death of mainstream media. uh, Sometimes I think, oh, man, why would they destroy the mainstream media? But now I'm also starting to think that they're probably like, why do we need a centralized media? Let's decentralize the media and then nobody's getting the same information and everybody's got their own version of what happened. Everyone's confused.
1: yeah, Right? And I mean, shit. And then you go back to that guy that me and Lauren were just talking about, Jolly and West. This guy was super deep into mk ultra this guy I met with jack ruby sirhan sirhan timothy mcveigh
2: yeah uh, tra- i mean i think i think charles manson learned right. mk ultra techniques and then was put back out into the into the world because he'd been institutionalized his whole life and they, they taught him mk ultra and they said derailed hippie movement
0: he did exactly. it beautifully
2: he did exactly. it perfect that's a I mean, dude, wasn't he in a I mean,
3: rehab rate only before that? I mean, like he we... was
2: in jail right before. He had been in prison for. He missed the whole beginning of the '60s and all the, the movement. He came out right at the height of it. Yeah, and he wasn't. He wasn't part of that movement. He just co-opted it.
1: Yeah, and then yeah. he got huge all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Yeah, and a short those... little five foot two guy out of mm-hmm. nowhere.
2: And yeah. LSD is everywhere. He implements LSD in the correct way. He uses dissociative techniques. He uses sex and trauma and he gets a group of kids and you know convinces them to yeah. kill. It's just it's it's standard MK Ultra procedure. Yeah. It's like That's...
1: they're still using the same playbook they've been using for you know 5 6 decades. And like, like you
2: said Sam if they're lizards they're not very creative because they just keep repeating <laughs> the same shit.
1: I mean, su- just, I mean, like, say if you thing look at. like Ted Kaczynski, the, the Unabomber. That dude was part of MKUltra. You know? oh, yeah. yeah. Har- that's, at Harvard, that's not even yeah. disputed anymore. Not Harvard, yeah.
3: at, uh, Stan- uh, at Stanford, which is the exact same place that the chick who uh, accused Kavanaugh <laughs> of sexual shit because it's a oh, CIA it hubbub, Harvard. dude. Okay. I think
2: it's Harvard. No, no. Stanford I- had the Stanford prison experiment, but they didn't do MKUltra.
3: Yeah, I, I thought it was Harvard, too. All right, let's see. It- I could be wrong. I've been wrong a thousand times. Unabomber, what is it, Unabomber, Stanford. Let's see who can get it quicker. M-
1: MKUltra. Uh,
4: Harvard.
3: Harvard. Sam's yep. wrong.
4: Class of 62.
3: Sorry. sorry. All right, yeah. you guys are Laurie better. knows her shit. Some days the student beats the master, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I respect Runnin'. that. I respect that. I respect that. Um, I enjoyed it, man. This is, I mean, like, dude, it just fits the patterns. And I sometimes really wonder, man, Would there be war? Would there be war if there wasn't this dark arts, uh, reptilian group of people getting us to fight over each other? I mean, they basically, you know, the introduction of these holy books. Again, whatever you read that makes you a better person, you do that, okay? But you have this introduction of these holy books. In every one of these major religions, this book shows up out of nowhere and just gets everybody fighting with each other. And now we're all over the place. And it's just I mean, like, would we be fighting with
1: each other? It's It's having a
2: forever war because it makes money. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. What was it that Bush said? That This is a a war that our grandchildren will still be fighting or something. Great. He said something like that.
2: Ch- Cheney and his forever war, you know, yeah, it's, and it's yeah. ruined our generation. Like I went, my most of my graduating class from Texas, they joined the military, and a bunch of my friends, oh, they weren't all my friends, but my graduating class is half dead because of nine right. eleven.
1: Yeah. You know? And Fighting for like, some insane idea. That's we're yeah.
3: sending. We're sent. You know, Vietnam. We send people to Vietnam to stop communism when it's really about the opium fields. The opi- You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, now we got troops going to Saudi Arabia. We got. We got uh, openly. Adm- uh, Michael Bolton. Uh, John Bolton. Excuse me. Michael Bolton's a great <laughs> singer. John Bolton. Bolton is openly like talking about protecting oil interests. It's like. We have to wake up. You have to tell people that you love. Stop watching the news. Start watching Electric Kool Aid and start realizing that you know there's the truth out there. And like you're, you know, there's more. There's more love. There's more people who love each other, and we're more like than we are different. and the That's brown people and the black people and the yellow people and the red people and the white people are all more like it's the green people that we got to keep an eye out. <laughs> these fucking lizard Absolutely. people. All right. Yeah. And yeah. they're
2: trying to divide us. The red right against the through identity politics and they're trying to keep us separated. And the more they keep us separated, the less we can unite and fight together. You know, I, I right. purposefully try to make friends that have different views than me. Because, you know, everyone's got to have something in common. You might be, you know, I'm not pro-life li- pro like some people, but we got to have a common ground. We can yeah. still be friends. You can respectfully yeah. disagree, but we can't all hate each other. Yeah, and, like, we were not just talk talking about this. Yeah. We can't not talk to family members because they're, you know, you might be pro-Trump and they're not. you got to stay friends and keep that common ground because they want us divided.
3: Right. Couldn't agree yeah. more. I Lauren, one more I time. Totally agree. Tell us where yeah. we can find all your stuff.
2: Yeah, it's Electric Kool-Aid Podcast at Electric Kool-Aid Podcast on Instagram. It's it's on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, Electric Kool-Aid Podcast. I'm on Lauren Petrie, L-E-U-R-Y-N-P-E-T-R-I-E. Check me out on YouTube. It's all there.
3: All right. You're killing it. And Kevin, Thanks, the Wes. Unknown Observer, tell us where we can find all your stuff. And you guys got to start following his uh, Twitter because he's killing it on there. And he, he we got to give him more followers because he's a, he's a soldier for truth and we appreciate him. So tell them where they can find all your stuff.
1: Thanks, bro. Yeah, just uh, Unknown Observer on YouTube. That's pretty much uh, my main platform. I've got a shoot account. I don't stick that close to it. But yeah, I just made a Twitter like a month ago. So I'm trying to work on that, too. You're doing yeah, great. definitely, If anyone's interested in Taryn Seeky and Kenneth Trentidoux, I've got full videos on those guys. So, yeah, check it out. on And a bunch of stuff on the finders.
2: Really so, good videos. All right. Thanks. XGQ,
3: tell them where they can find you.
4: At XG Marks the Spot. And uh, obviously, November 15th <laughs> in Las Vegas.
3: All right. It's gonna hey, Johnny. Weird. I'll be there. Do you let everyone know where you are? At Johnny Woodard on Twitter. That's Woodard. W-O-O-D-A-R-D? Yes. Thank you. I'm Sam Tripoli, all things Sam Tripoli, at Sam Tripoli, uh S-A-M-T-R-I-P-O-L-I-O. we got live shows coming. I hope to see you guys. I appreciate everybody who spent time and worked hard on this episode, and I hope uh, you yeah. all enjoy it. Uh, these are the episodes. You want two hours from us? We're going to talk about some weird shit. We're going to go all over the place. That's the beauty of this. Jason Voorhees, I appreciate you at uh, Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> nice. you G. Lauren, have a great time at the uh, all too. the uh, Halloween costume parties you're at. Uh, uh, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. Johnny, we appreciate you on the ones and and we will see you Thanks guys. for soon. Me. Have a safe yeah. Halloween, guys. Don't do anything stupid, and we'll see you on the other side.
0: <laughs> 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 <Yep, laughs> Woo! homeboy. Eric, open your mind.
3: Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people
0: everywhere. That, that, that,
3: that's some interdimensional <laughs> shit.